0: Today is Tuesday, November twenty second. Good morning, Kathy.
2: Good morning. In the news this morning, a thirty five year old passenger aboard a moving SEPTA bus was hit by a stray bullet in the Frankfurt section of Philadelphia on Tuesday morning. Police say the Route fifty six SEPTA bus was traveling north on Toursdale Avenue near Church Street at three a.m. when the bullet fired from the outside pierced the side of the bus. There were seven passengers and the driver on the bus at the time. They reported hearing at least one gunshot. One passenger who had been sitting towards the middle of the bus was shot in the arm. The driver driver pulled over four blocks later near Orthodox Street. The passenger was taken to the hospital in stable condition. Police searched for ballistic evidence uh, around Torsdale and Church, but did not find any. The search for who fired the shot continues. This
3: was at 3 in the morning? 3 a.m. So this person is just probably trying to go home or get to work, and all of a sudden they're, you know, relaxing on the bus at that point, and they get shot.
2: Shot, yep. Wow. All across the Delaware Valley, families are gearing up for Thanksgiving dinner, but as more people hit the road... Uh, Hit the road in the last two years. There's been a huge spike in illnesses. So doctors say COVID-19 is not the only concern this year. They're seeing a rise in cases of RSV and flu, according to the Action News data. Action News?
4: Yeah, I'm watching
5: Action Nude. Yeah, that's my kind of news
2: no the six abc well, i'm not back. wearing any pants right now <laughs>
5: i'm jim gardner and these are my testicles now the news
2: <laughs> no the action news data journalism team okay. weekly flu cases nationwide skyrocketed much earlier this season doubling last year's peak but it was not as high as pre-pandemic levels
0: this speaks to Dude, the, I'm, listen ahead. i've got both of them i i have covid right now i yeah. have flu Last weekend, and it is uh, it's gnarly, and and I it's totally that's it. i Have got, gotten everything you've talked about? Uh, yeah, well, what's left to get? What's the what are the, th- the three? R- if you can knock out RSV by the
5: time you get back, right?
0: Let's see if I can get syphilis and gonorrhea, <laughs> yeah, uh, by the end of the month. Well, I might have, the end of the year, I might I have some of that lingering so. around, yeah. All right, uh, awesome, Steve. I was talking, to by the Dr. way. I, I'm sorry to jump in, guys. My audio fixed itself. Oh, no, that was
6: me, Preston. I'm, uh, I'm figuring this all out on the fly as well. I had your Thank Zoom you.
3: and your uh, your little apparatus there at the same time. Uh, yeah. okay, you're going to talk uh, about it. syphilis, Nick? No, I was going to. Yeah, I don't have syphilis. Uh, <laughs> oh, but I did ahead. want to talk about Dr. Mike because I, I was chatting with him at Camp Out for Hunger. And... Dr. Mike was saying that he's getting patients with COVID, with the flu, and with the, also with sinus infections. Yes. And different levels and different varieties of all three of those, and they all affect the patients differently. So these poor people are coming in, and Dr. Mike has to figure out, I don't, you know, which one is it, and then how do you
5: treat right. them? That's why I'm trying not to bother him because, right? you know, just to check in, because he's, yeah.
0: he's being inundated. So, so the, the, the COVID that I've picked up has, uh, like next to nothing on me, but the flu kicked the ever loving crap out of That's me. That's crazy. Uh, Rochelle's, Rochelle's getting kicked pretty hard. <laughs> She's got COVID as well. Uh, and it's, it's manifested in, you know, really deep, guttural oh, uh, coughing and, uh, and uh, chest congestion. I just have a little post-nasal drip. So, yeah, the severity can can be different for different people depending on what you're getting to. And uh,
5: Doctors uh, are recommending Preston stuffing with raisins as a good wow. measure, yeah, all right. as a preventative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, I'll call my mom. It's got uh, raisins
0: in it. You like
3: raisins. <laughs> Doctors, there's
5: something medicinal about that concoction
2: uh doctors say that it's not too late to get your flu or covid vaccines however keep in mind that the vaccines are not effective the week that you get them and
5: you got your flu shot right
0: preston i did yeah <laughs> apparently it was the wrong one but yeah
5: <laughs> by I the way the flu quick question here and maybe dr mike can answer this at some point i know they take a bet on which one they believe is going to be yeah. the predominant is it possible to get The shots for the second and third place as well because you always end up getting the runner-up
0: flu. Let's see if he's um, maybe available today. Yeah, this is yeah. obviously this is worth talking about going into the sure. Holiday he's available. <laughs> <All right. laughs> he's not doing a lot over there. No,
6: it doesn't matter. What I mean by that is uh, it doesn't matter how busy he is. Right, He'll right. Make himself available.
2: All right, Steve, you're going to be happy about this next story. Uh, according to the meteorologist at Fox 29, this year they predict below average snowfalls. Yeah. In- <laughs> All right.
5: Except if your business relies on it, then my yeah. then you're sad. Hopes and prayers.
2: They say the Delaware Valley can expect an overall mild winter with seasonable temperatures. And manageable snowfalls. Kathy Orr says that there's only a 30% chance that the Delaware Valley will see a snow covered ground on Christmas morning. While forecasters say this winter will be below average in terms of snowfall, there are still some days when flurries will be anticipated and maybe even squeeze out a snowman or two. So
5: you know this is going to happen because i have been pricing uh, replacement snowblowers. Because my <laughs> snowblower, every time, <laughs> right. I, that's, the, time. My, that's the best thing to do. Make a purchase based on something and it will never manifest. <laughs>
2: Sue predicts there will be 12 days with snow on the ground. January January 1st is expected to be the coldest day of the month with daytime highs in the mid to upper 30s and nighttime lows in the teens. Drew Anderson says that there will be seven anticipated snow events, with four of them being nuisance storms dusting the region with about two inches of snow. Three plowable snows are predicted for the region, bringing three or more inches of snow. Out of all seven snowstorms, only one of them will bring more than six inches, he says. Uh. Kathy Orr says 19 inches of snow will hit our area this season, which is below the 23-inch average. Last winter, we only saw 12.9 inches of snow. So, according to Fox, so we're getting more.
3: To fo- a little bit more yeah.
2: than last year,
3: but still below average. Better than Buffalo. Yeah, six feet, right? Yeah.
2: Oh my gosh. And oh. then
3: people's roofs are caving in and I mean it's they're gonna be um taking dump trucks to get rid of that snow for weeks. And mind you, Buffalo's used to this. Yeah. And they're getting cream. <laughs> right.
2: Uh so according to Fox Twenty Nine, the winter head for the Delaware Valley looks manageable. Mm. In sports this morning. Uh-huh. My touch the Fli-
5: screen's
6: not working. Add that to the
2: list. The Flyers lost again, falling to the Calgary Flames with 5-2 the- last yeah. night in South Philly. Blake Coleman had a goal and two assists to lead the Flames to the win. Tanner lazinski and Joel Farabee scored for the Flyers who have lost seven in a row. The <laughs> Flyers are on the road tomorrow night with a game in Washington against the Capitals. The puck will drop at 7-30. At the World's Cup in Qatar, the U.S. men's team began their tournament yesterday with a 1-1 draw against Wales. Timothy Way scored a goal in the 36 36- minute to give the U.S. the lead at halftime, but Gareth Bale struck from the penalty shot late in the second half to earn Wales a point. Next up for the Americans is a match against England, which will be on Friday at 2 p.m. The Sixers are at home tonight against Ben Simmons and the Brooklyn Nets. When asked about playing his former team in Philadelphia, Simmons said I know what's coming. That's part of the game. He went on to say that Philly is a sports town and he respects the diehard fans. Yeah. Tip-off will be at 7.30. And in Monday Night Football, the San Francisco 49ers beat the Cardinals at a game in Mexico. City. Jimmy Garoppolo, Garoppolo threw for four touchdown passes and the 49ers won their third straight game by beating the Cardinals 38-10. to 10. Ah! And that's what I have for you this morning.
0: Alright, thank you very much, Kathy. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. Hey,
6: we have somebody on the phone, Press. You can't see the phone screener so I didn't want to just uh, hit the Dr. Feelgood button without talking to you for, about it first. Oh,
0: do we want to talk to him now? Yeah, that's... let's give a quick check if you don't mind. You
6: know, Alright, all right. Okay, do well that. then I gotta all hit right. this button.
0: Um, Can't do it without uh, without his theme music. I know right, it's right. it's sacrilege. There you go. Ah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, checking in now. From Penn Medicine and Fox twenty nine, the
7: man with the golden finger, Doctor Mike Sariglyam. Yeah. hey, Doctor Mike. I feel like I'm talking. Are you on the? Are you near the moon? Are you traveling <laughs> it, on the on the space? Does it grand? sound like I'm that far away? Uh, no, you sound great. Absolutely great. Uh, so, you, so you 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 unfortunately uh, now have COVID. You're being yep. treated with Paxlovid. Uh, yep. We treated you uh, with uh, Tamiflu. Last week for the flu, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you know it's it's. it's I thought um, yeah. I thought I was COVID immune.
0: I thought <laughs> I was going to get out of this whole thing without ever experiencing. I mean, not that I feel bad or anything like that, but I thought for some reason I had thought I had the super jeans. But apparently, that's not. You
5: have problem. some pretty hot little jeans on you. I've oh, yeah. seen that. Yeah, <laughs> Thank uh, you. skinny jeans. I,
7: I, I uh, mean, the, the the fact that you didn't have severe illness is is a win. All right. Yeah, and, totally. And, I'll take it. Yeah, and and that's due to the vaccines. So, and and the the bottom line is that none of my patients, and I'm seeing about five or six cases a day, none of them are ending up in the hospital. Um, most of them have a bad cold, um, yeah. but I'm seeing a tremendous uptick in. Uh, you you mentioned flu. Uh, I'm also seeing rhinovirus, which is this uh, just a common cold. Uh, uh, I have had a couple of cases of RSV respiratory syncytial virus uh where i'm at we we do this panel and i think i've shoved a swab up just about all of your nose yes. at one time or another and we test for about 20 different pathogens uh in in just it's it's a wild time right now a quick question
5: yeah. quick question dr mike so the question <clears throat> posed earlier was by me as a matter of fact so you have the main you take the guess on what the flu is going to be and that's what the flu shot is is it is it conceivable because Preston always seems to get the runner up flu? Um, if if one could be given a shot for that as well, or does that even exist?
7: Well. The problem with the immunizations for flu as we use them now is that we try to base the the, the uh, formula, if you will, on the strains that we're seeing in the southern hemisphere. So if, if you think about it, Australia, for instance, is just getting over their winter, and they had a very, very, very bad flu season. And so uh, we tailor uh, our flu shots to cover the strains that were most common there, and 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 uh, you'll look on the label. These, these are quadrivalent. I mean, these are uh, uh, flu shots that cover a, a number of strains, but they're not a hundred percent. Now, one of the exciting things is, I think, uh, with with uh, RNA vaccine technology, I think we're going to have an improved flu shot down the road. All but right. that being said, it look it is what it is and because everyone was away uh or isolated now everyone's back and we're seeing a tremendous earlier than normal uptick in flu and rsv and everything else
3: all right all right so like uh, uh, yeah. both, both of my parents right now have covid which sucks um and but they're they're i saw them yesterday they're on the uptick i wore a mask when i was over there um and they're finally starting to feel better but i just want to speak to the fact that like they canceled uh, Thanksgiving plans. You know, my, my nephew's in, immunocompromised, and so uh, they were going to go down to Virginia and spend Thanksgiving weekend with my family down there. But uh, sadly, unfortunately, I had to cancel. However, Thanksgiving's just a day. We'll do it at another time, and we'll have, uh, you know, the family come up to visit. But if you are feeling sick or you're not feeling, uh, you know, a chance you might have COVID, it, it's best to stay home and not travel.
7: Uh, Nick, listen, If you, this is the time where if you don't feel well, don't do it. Don't think you're obligated because it's a holiday. You don't want to infect grandma uh, or and 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 cause her to be ill. I mean, it, people are still dying from COVID, not in the numbers that we had in the in the past, but it's, it's a, still
3: it's gum gum to you, um, Dr. Mike. Gum gum, not grandma.
7: <laughs> yeah. Oh, Gum-Gum. Thank you. Is that what you okay, Gum-Gum. That's my mom, got
3: yeah. I guess I go by Dum-Dum. Yeah, <laughs> Dum-Dum. That's Grandpa. Yeah, that,
7: oh. Uh,
5: well, so, oh, yeah, no, Sage of Ice, obviously. And, and let's, let's face facts, you probably didn't want to visit anyway, so this gives you a good out. <laughs>
7: <laughs> uh, look, True. you just don't want to. You don't want to make anyone. No, there, right? no, yeah. and,
5: and even the people you do, you really don't. So you know, it's right. all part of the deal. Yeah, yeah. Yes, No, that's good. that's cool. All right, so just be aware right. that there's a lot more of this going around. But as far as super shooting someone up with uh, the flu vaccine, so we're, we're we're getting there, but we're not quite there yet.
7: Oh, it's going to get better. All right. It, it, it just is going to take some more time. Like and a research and We're getting
0: there. All right. We're getting there. <laughs> well, we love you. Yeah. I right. Love you. Thank you, Dr. Mike. Layout! Love you. Ya. See am sure, Dr. Mike uh,
7: Siricliato. Uh, He's oh, the
0: man. That's his setup. Sorry oh. about that. He Sorry. wanted to say one more thing. It's but hard. Yeah. But the one thing is, you know, with it, when I had, I did, when the flu was kicking my ass with, the, you know, since COVID came along a couple of years ago, at least, uh, I, I think the mask thing has now become a little bit uh, like for flu put yeah. that thing on man you know and, and don't don't go spreading it around so i felt better about Being around my family and not necessarily getting them sick because I just slapped the – I got my mask right here. Slapped the mask on and good to go and just at least another layer of protection. Mm -hmm. But anyhow, this stuff's going around, so heads up. And, you know, this weekend, obviously with a lot of travel – or this week, I should say, before the weekend hits and uh, family getting together. If you're feeling a little funky, don't spread it around because the the flu thing sucked, man. It was horrible. They kicked your ass
5: twice. Twice the flu has been far worse. Yeah. I, yeah, think, I think yeah. you'd actually be a cakewalk if you got gonorrhea. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah you would well, think so.
0: Right. Am I vaccinated for that? I have no idea. Put your mask on. <laughs> Just put it over oh, your nose. Yeah, I could do that. All right, well, anyhow, we welcome you to a uh, Tuesday morning, President's Tea Show. Yes, if you're just tuning in, I am at home, Test positive for COVID, first time that's happened, so taking precautions and uh, broadcasting from my basement, uh, and uh, we do have some things going on uh, on the program today. We are going to check in with our buddy, Connor Barwin. Uh, he's a part of the, uh, they're doing a, a tribute to the last waltz uh, coming up at uh, Franklin Music Hall, that's on the 26th, and uh, Connor is in conjunction with that, and, in fact, uh, it's an all-Philly band lineup, so Low Cut Connie and uh, Don McCloskey and more are going to be a part of that, so it should be pretty cool. We're it's supposed, supposed to be amazing. To yeah. Connor later on this morning, and we're also going to talk to the star of A Christmas Story and also A Christmas Story Christmas on HBO Max, Peter Billingsley. Yeah! Right. Ralphie will be joining us this morning uh, around 9 o'clock, which is really cool. We've talked to him before, and, uh, you know, it's just, it's just... Awesome that they uh, have continued that story on. So I saw we'll the, yeah,
5: the movie press and they bring back they bring back everyone they can. And everyone who's gettable is in the movie and it's really I cool. Love it. Yeah,
0: love it. So uh, we'll chat with him a little bit later on this morning. Uh, but we have some other things to get to. Uh, in the meantime, don't forget uh, we have the Christmas miracle coming up. We'll do some invites for that as well. Let's take a break. Come back in a second. We'll do the stupid question uh, and the entertainment report when we return. Stay with us. We'll be right back
8: love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of Everything That Rocks. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, stupid question
0: this morning. Going to give away uh, Black Adam on digital, if you can answer this correctly. What is the only chemical element whose name is only three letters long? Two one five two six three 263 wmmr If you know the answer to that, you need to call right now. What is the only chemical element whose name is only three letters long? Let's see if you know the answer to that. We'll go through some birthdays while we await your answer. Today is the 22nd day of November. Scarlett Johansson turns a year older at 38 years old today and doing just fine in her world.
5: Wonder what the uh, status of the uh the next movie for her in the Marvel universe yeah. is because Yeah, it's pretty limited, she, right? Well, she's still alive, so she's able to go, you know, at least in that
0: first movie, um, it, you know, her own solo movie. I'm looking at the IMDb
3: right. Steven and it's, it doesn't look like anything in Nothing. the Marvel world, yeah, but you that. never know. Yeah.
0: Uh Jamie Lee Curtis uh, shares a birthday with Scarlett Johansson Jamie Lee is 64 she just had the uh, the wrap up to the whole Halloween franchise
5: Yeah it was okay uh, they they should it's uh, actually been a, like a fan
0: writing campaign to get them to do a, a do-over on that Oh really? Yeah I don't think it's going to happen. Uh 64 years old today. Uh Terry Gilliam one of the uh members of Monty Python's Flying Circus uh but uh, also a great director uh in his right as well. Uh, he celebrates his 82nd birthday today. And I think he's the only American of the troupe, yes? Yes, I believe so. Uh, Mariel Hemingway, Ernest Hemingway's uh, granddaughter and uh, actress, uh, 61 today. Uh, friend of the radio program, Miss Billie Jean King has yeah. her birthday today. She is always a great guest. And whenever she stops by, I can't believe, you know, <laughs> what a legend she I know. is in the world. And, and we're kind of friends with her. She, she likes coming on the show. Go figure. Yep, seventy nine years old today. Uh, the great little Stephen Van Zandt oh. turns seventy two years old. Silvio Dante, of course, of The Sopranos and uh, right hand man to Bruce Springsteen in the E Street Band. Uh, so he is uh, turning a year older at seventy two. Wow. Uh, Tina Weymouth, bassist for Talking Heads, very talented. Tom Tom Club. Yeah, I'd not. Uh, I think it was last year. Um, I watched finally from beginning to end. I had seen snippets here and there of, um, oh man, what's the doc? Stop uh, Making yeah. Sense? No, 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 you Stop You're Making too- Sense, oh, yeah. that one. No, 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 Stop Making Sense. Okay. And, and she, in particular, a brilliant bass player. Yeah. I mean, so much better than I realize. <laughs> you know, obviously I know the recorded music, but watching her uh, pull off these really cool bass lines live, something else, and that's uh, Casey Depp. Stop Making Sense is kind of like that uh, Utopia uh, in America thing in a sense that it's not just a concert, it's a bit of a stage show as well, and the music's just fantastic. Yeah,
6: I watched that actually last week. I was like, man, I I haven't seen this in a while, and I never actually watched it all the way through, so I turned it on. So there's nobody in that stage show that is in the talking
0: heads, right? No. Okay. Okay. Yeah, they, they split up a long time ago and they don't uh you know, Dennis Franz and and uh, Tina Weymouth and they they all they've kinda went their separate ways. All right. Uh so uh she's seventy two. Uh Boris Becker, the tennis star, was he the one that we recently found out was in prison or was that yeah. somebody else?
3: It's the second time he's been in prison. Like tax
0: evasion, I think more than once. Yeah. Both times tax evasion. He's back in, yeah. It's like wow. you didn't learn the first time? Yeah. Uh, he is fifty-five today. Uh, so, uh, Guyon S. Bluford Jr. Yes, of course, the first African American astronaut oh. uh, turns eighty years old today. so wow. a historic gentleman uh, turning a milestone birthday today, eighty years old. So, happy birthday to him. Uh, speaking of the MCU, and I should have married these two together because uh, they were couples in the uh, MCU. Uh, they were a couple, I should say. Mark Ruffalo. Mm-hmm. Uh, celebrates the exact same date of birth as Scarlett Johansson, and he is 55 years old today. So uh, I wonder if they, uh, you know, celebrated on set. <laughs> Maybe they show, did, right? yeah. Oh. We had one of those big uh, chocolate chip cookie cakes.
6: <laughs> Do you think he was a better Bruce Banner than um, I think
5: uh, uh, Ed Norton? Ed Norton. Yeah. I think Ed Norton did a fine job. I think, uh, I, I when I think of the Hulk, now I think of Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, me too. All right. And then uh two birthdays from the world of Stranger Things, celebrating on this exact same date. Um, and I'm gonna mess up the first guy's name, but it's uh is it Decree Montgomery? His, his name is spelled D-A-C-R-E or Decra Decree. I'm not really sure how you pronounce mm. his name. But he played Billy on Stranger uh. Things. What a what a piece of crap yeah. character, man. Mar-o. I mean he has he has a little bit of redemption, a little bit, but he was a Douchebag, and that guy played him wonderfully. Uh, he's 28 years old today, and then Jamie Campbell Bauer, uh, who eventually uh we find out his character Vecna uh celebrates his 34th birthday today. So when's, both when's that birthday. new season coming out? Don't know.
5: Probably, it it takes a long
0: time. It. Yeah, and I was talking to uh Caroline the day before yesterday, and we're thinking about watching the uh, the last season again. Again? Uh, How many times yeah. have you watched it? The, this one only twice, this final season twice, but uh, but we've watched the entire arc, yeah, five times through. I think other than this fa- final season, so we just we love it. It's, it's funny. It's just. It's our
5: thing because I can watch movies over and over again, but I'm, I'm pretty much when I watch a series, I pretty much just watch it that one time. I really I go back and watch thing. it over, yeah. I,
0: I I take the movie model, I'm yeah. like, How many times have I seen you know, Forrest Gump and yeah. the Godfather? And you know, so I'll dive in and watch it, and it's even more entertainment. There's more to digest, yeah. So, there's really yeah. no difference, but for, for some, some it's my mind, saying.
3: yeah. Hey, Preston, one more, one more birthday. Yeah. Sorry
0: to interrupt, but I uh, wanted to hit this
3: because it's Richard Kine's birthday today. And oh. Uh, oh, I guess it wasn't on your list, which is obviously fine, but he turns. Sixty six, and he's turned in also to a bit of a friend of the show and uh, Pensbury. Uh, what is it, the Hall
0: of Fame or whatever?
3: Yeah,
2: Pensbury's yeah. Hall of Fame
0: soon
3: to be occupied by Kathy Romano. That's
0: right. Uh-huh. We have our way. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, who do we have? Uh, John O'Hurley the other day doing a spot on <laughs> yes. impression
6: of him. <laughs> it was
0: fantastic. So and then Happy one more birthday.
6: First, one more birthday. My nephew Owen. it's right, his, It's his twenty first birthday today. It's a big wow. day uh. for uh, anybody. So I think he's going to have his um his first alcoholic beverage today. Mm. Just turned Right to the passage. Now he's legal.
0: Will. Yeah. All right. Let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question this morning. We're trying to find out what's the only chemical element whose name is only three letters long. I'm at home. I can't answer the phones there. Casey, can you go to a caller for me, please? Yep. We've got Derek on line one. All right, Derek. Hey, brother. Morning, brother. All right. So what's the only chemical element whose name is only three letters long, please? That'll be written tin tin. 10, sir. Yeah. That is correct. Oh, hey. Hang on. We're gonna give you Black Adam on digital. Nearly 5,000 years after being bestowed with powers of gods and then immediately imprisoned, Black Adam is now free to unleash his unique justice on the world, and you can own that now on digital. I got a bunch of stories to run by you, so let's start with an incarceration. Todd and Julie Crisley uh-huh. of Crisley Knows Best. Receive sentences in their tax evasion case on Monday, a week after their son Grayson was injured in a car crash. Uh, the pair will serve cumulative 19 years in prison.
4: Whoa. So Todd has
0: been sentenced to twelve years and sixteen months and uh, twelve years and then sixteen months probation, and Julie was sentenced to seven years and sixteen months probation. To be honest, I
5: think that sentence is appropriate just for the amount of times I had to watch that Chris Knows Best commercial on the USA Network. It's a horrible show. I always suspected that they were up to something because they, they have, at least in the reality show, the few times I've seen it. This vast wealth. And I'm like, yeah. where the hell's that coming from? Well, now we know.
0: Yeah, I'm incarcerated, so- Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, prosecutors, prosecutors wrote in a memorandum last week that uh, the jury's <laughs> <laughs> unanimous verdict I'm incarcerated, Lloyd. Sets the record straight Todd and Julie Chrisley are career swindlers. They are. Who've made a living by jumping from one fraud scheme to another, lying to banks, stiffing vendors, and evading taxes at every corner. So he supposedly uh,
5: made his money off of real estate, but I, that's that's clearly not the case.
0: Uh, so this comes after their son Grayson was hospitalized following a car accident last weekend. Tennessee police said that uh, Grayson drove into the back of a Dodge pickup truck and was uh, that was stopped in standstill traffic. No arrest or charges uh, have been made in that particular case. So she's go- parents. Right.
5: She, she's going to go to the prison where that Jelaine Maxwell is. The uh, oh really? Yeah, the Epstein uh, associate. Okay. Uh, so that's it's it's a lower.
0: It's obviously it's not you know alcohol. Yeah, like a white collar prison. Right, right, right. right. Uh, Meet the parents. Actress Blythe Danner has revealed to people that she is undergoing a private battle with the same cancer that killed her husband, Bruce Paltrow. Uh, Danner, who is uh, Gwyneth Paltrow and Jake Paltrow's mother, was diagnosed with. Uh, adenoid cystic carcinoma in 2018. She's now in remission. Good. Uh, She said, everyone is touched by cancer in some way, but it's unusual for a couple to have the same cancer. Uh, After learning of her diagnosis, she said, I remember, looked up at heaven and said to Bruce, are you lonely up there? Uh, The I'll see you in my dreams actress added, it's a sneaky disease, but I'm fine and dandy now, and I'm lucky to be alive. So being in remission, good place for her. I love her. Uh, I like her too. She's a lot of fun. Uh, JoJo Siwa uh, is getting more and more comfortable speaking out. And on Sunday, the former All That cast member spoke with people about Candace Cameron Bure's traditional marriage comments uh, being rude and hurtful. Uh, She said, as I'm getting older, I'm starting to realize what an impact I really do get to have. Uh, She said, adding that she is... Learning that I have a chance to use my voice, use my platform uh, for something good and to change the world for the better. Uh, the J-Team actress added that uh, she and Burre have not talked and that she doesn't think that they will ever again. Have they ever talked in the first place? I thought this was kind of an online thing going that's on. That's what
5: I was, yeah, that's what it seemed to me. I didn't think they, they caucused a lot.
0: I don't know, but she said they have not talked and she doesn't think that they will ever again. So, uh, or ever. Okay. She said I don't know again.
6: That sort of indicates yeah. that they have talked in the past. Yeah, that's why I was curious. Yeah. So. Maybe they both talked
0: at the same time, but never to each other. That could be it. Oh, that could be And it. just that's yeah. considering talk. Okay. Uh, Kendall Jenner and Devin Booker have called it quits. No! Oh. no! Yeah, I know you guys would be upset about that. Uh, several sources confirmed. <laughs> Can't she people- find love? Uh, that she and the Phoenix Suns guard ended their relationship last month due to demanding jobs. The source said both have incredibly busy schedules right now with their careers, and they decided to make that a priority.
5: That kills me. Did they just find out that they had demanding
3: schedules? You know, that this, so. oh, wow, you, it, it seems hard to get together. I was thinking about the, like, the Jenners and the Kardashians and the number of NBA stars that they've gone through. And, oh, my God. Like, Ben Simmons is in town tonight. He used to date Kendall. Right. Uh, James Harden is on the Sixers. He was with Chloe for a stretch, like uh, Devin yeah. Booker. Like, uh, there's all this cross pollination. There is. I wonder if, like you, <laughs> which family or starlet you could kind
6: of go through and field the best basketball oh. team of all time, like an NBA All Star yeah. team. I think yeah. Kendall's got to be, you know, there. If Kendall's got, yeah,
5: she's had she's yeah. had the most. I think legit
6: NBA talent. Uh, um, uh, well, yeah, I don't know. James Harden. James,
0: James, James Harden is, is an MVP. Right. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Mm. I guess they, they look at the NBA roster and call it the catalog. Right? <laughs> they, it's got to be. There. And uh-huh. they're all so faithful, too. It's worked out so well. Uh, an insider also revealed that the decision to end their romantic relationship was mutual and just came down to timing. And uh, though uh, Jenner and Booker do plan to stay in touch. Oh, that's oh, great. great. Isn't that Good. nice? So there's hope, folks. Hey, uh, this is cool. Amy Schneider claimed victory in the Jeopardy Tournament of Champions on Monday, oh, hey. winning the two hundred fifty thousand grand prize. That's right. It was great
5: uh, watching that. It, it was. It was. It could have gone either way. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it ex- I was kind of hoping because I was enjoying it so much that it went another day. Me but too. it was still very yeah. cool,
3: and, and she did a great job. Three really worthy contestants. Oh my god! Yeah. Any one of them. Back and forth.
0: But she is just a powerhouse, yeah. dude. It's, it's amazing. She defeated opponents uh, Andrew He and Sam Buttery for the third time in the finals. It required a contestant uh, to win three games to clinch a title. Um, and Schneider and he were tied 2-2 uh, with two wins each going into the sixth and possible seventh game series on Monday. Buttery had extended the series on Friday by securing his first and only win. Uh, the Tournament of Champions, which began October 31st, featured 21 contestants who won at least four games since the 2020 tournament, as well as winners of the National College Championship, the Professor's Tournament, and the game show's first second chance face-off. So now uh, we return
5: to a, another uh, a, a champion with a number of wins under his belt. You forget about that because they took the pause. Right? I think he's got, what,
0: 12 or 13
5: under Yeah, his belt? He's, he's a really oh, good champion. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah.
0: Okay. And he's back tonight. Uh, The final round's clue in the category plays was the uh, the January 12th, uh, 1864 Washington Evening Star reported on a performance of this dashing comedy to a full and delighted house. Butterly incorrectly guessed our mutual friend and lost everything. Uh, He gave the correct answer of our American cousin, increasing his total to 17,001, but Schneider also correctly answered with the clue. Uh, and clinched the top spot after waging $13,000. The big tragedy
5: with that play is President that uh, President Lincoln never saw the end of it. So uh, he, he oh, never yeah, knew true. how it
0: ended. Oh, uh, Schneider is the first transgender person to win the tournament, by the way. Uh, Gary Oldman is preparing for retirement. The Oscar-winning actor, 64 years old, shared that he intends to wind down his illustrious cl- career oh. uh, when he completes his run in the acclaimed spy drama, Slow Horses.
6: And I've been watching. I watched the first season. Horses are so slow. <laughs> it's good. Is it good? Yeah. It's it like um I, when, when you read the description of it, it, it kind of... Uh, Poses itself as a, as a comedy, right? And there are comedic moments, but it's not a comedy. I, I I very much think it's a drama, and and it's essentially is it a spy drama? Yeah, okay. he is the yep. head of a uh, of a house in MI six, right? That, Horse division where they send all the quote unquote idiots. I gotcha. You know, oh. the, guy, the guys who have had like utter like f ups in you know a regular like either a training exercise or whatever, and for some reason or another. They're, they're putting this in the slow horse's house. And then, you know, through that first season, you find out why certain people are brought there. And it, as it turns out, like, all right, maybe there's one guy who's kind of an idiot. But uh, for the most part, like, it's, it's more uh, complex. Uh, no, no, it's
0: bureaucracy. Okay. You know, oh, why, right. why I might want to
5: check it out. He's, yeah. always, he's always good.
0: He said, I've had an enviable career, uh, but careers Wayne, and I do have other things that interest me outside of acting. He said, when you're young, you think you're going to get around to doing all of them, like, you know, read that book, but then the years go by. Uh, He said uh, he shared that uh, while he has signed him for two additional seasons, uh, by the way, Casey, of the Apple TV Plus series, he doesn't intend to work well into his years like some actors. He said, I'm 65 next year, 70's around the corner. I don't want to be active when I'm 80. I'd uh, be very happy and honored and privileged to go out as Jackson Lamb and then hang it up. And that's his character, uh, the slovenly alcohol abusing intelligence officer leading a ragtag team of sideline MI5 agents. He's become Uh, a big ahead." Uh, He himself is in recovery for alcoholism and says that it was, uh, and I didn't know this, one of his famous co-stars who actually pushed him to seek treatment for his drinking. And it was Demi Moore, with whom he starred with in 1995's The Scarlet Letter. And she told him uh, to go to rehab to address his drinking, which has led to... Many lost weekends in hotel rooms, and she told him, uh, you're very ill. You have to go away. And so now he's uh, 25 years sober, and he thanks her for pointing him in wow. that direction.
5: I know he's a big is- proponent of Gorilla Glue, Preston, and wants to get involved with promoting that for the second oh. chapter of his career. So, yeah. I, why not? He's it's a big a- fan of epoxies and adhesives. No way. It yeah. is a,
0: uh, it's a it's a good product. And uh, if you're going to back something up, you're going to put your name on something. <laughs> that's- that's- he- it took a
5: while, but he found it. Got to make sure it works. This is befizzing my reputation.
0: Um, Miley Cyrus is coming back to NBC to ring in 2023 New Year. And this time she's bringing her godmother, Dolly Parton, along for the event. So we were just talking, Nick,
5: you
3: were talking about how the Pete Davidson, Miley Cyrus. um, I watched it last year. Right, was actually very good. I was impressed by it. I thought it was paced really well. Um, And, you know, I'm I'm kind of so-so on Pete Davidson. But uh, he was good. And she was great, man. She, like, some really good performances. And if Dolly Parton's a part of this, I'm definitely going to watch it.
0: Yeah, I think that's probably a good pairing uh, yeah. to put together. Uh, Dolly is uh, 76. Cyrus is 29. A uh, lineup of, to be announced musical guests will be coming. The show is produced by uh, Lauren Michaels of SNL fame. And uh, Cyrus said, Miley's New Year's Eve party is about to get glamorous and dressing your best. Um, in a press release, Gene Neal, executive vice president, of Entertainment Live said the inaugural Miley Cyrus New Year's Eve party was an unqualified success. Know that this year's show will be just as spectacular with plenty of surprises and lots of fun. And we can't wait to get the party started. I hate
5: that notion of getting, <laughs> I, I've done my fair share of getting dressed up for New Year's parties and going to do the big thing. And it's, while it, it can be fun after a while, it's just, it's, it's more
0: yeah. hassle than it's worth. But Miami sounds more fun than New York, though. Yeah. 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 Oh, God. You're Times Square, and- I'd rather eat a bullet. And they were out yeah. on the beach for the uh, for the performance
3: last year, too. And um, there was, I don't know if you guys remember, but Miley Cyrus had a wardrobe malfunction. Yes. And whether or not that was
0: purposeful or not, who cares? But, yeah, and, and like, it's out on the beach in, in a cool atmosphere. So, Miley will also take part in NBC's uh, Dolly Parton's Mountain Magic Christmas, ah. which is coming out on December 1st. And the festive show... Uh, we'll also feature Jimmy Fallon, Willie Nelson, Billy Ray Cyrus, Jimmy Allen, Zach Williams, Tom Everett, Scott, Anna Gasteyer, and Angel Parker as well. So
5: if Universal and or Disney d- don't want us to broadcast from those locations, <laughs> do you think Dollywood.
2: Can- Dollywood.
5: Yes. Totally. Dude, Why not? Oh God.
2: That's what we need to do. We need to give up on these other dreams yes. we have and pick something like that. <laughs> we
5: have to realize, like water finds its own level, we don't <laughs> yeah. rate Universal. We don't rate it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll give you Dollywood. Dollywood is considered a a very competitive theme park. Yeah. And maybe they're looking for the kind of audience that we could
0: bring. Possibly. Not a bad idea. Dollywood is. Not a bad idea. All right. A couple more quick things. Um,. Following rumors about Indiana Jones Five featuring a digitally de-aged Harrison Ford, I don't like that. After the actor was spotted wearing motion captured dots on his face during the production I of hate the movie, these dots. <laughs> we now have confirmation of just what exactly like that, will, that will entail. Uh, as any fan of Indy knows that the movies uh, the movies need to have an explosive opening sequence, um, and uh, for Indy Five, I think they're just going to do it for the open. Not that. No. No. Toilet. I'm very old. Uh, for Indy 5, the solution was simple, though. A set piece was drawn up that pits Indy in a castle in 1944 surrounded by Nazis. Uh, with this film, uh, the first not to be directed by Steven Spielberg and produced by George Lucas, incoming director James Mangold has a lot to live up to, including that opening sequence. And the Logan director has come up with an novel idea yeah, take Indy back to his prime. Apparently, the producer, uh, Kathleen Kennedy, Said they found the footage. Uh, this was a thing they shot 40 years ago. We're dropping you into an adventure. Something India's is looking for, and instantly you have that feeling. I'm in an Indiana Jones movie. So I think they're taking pre-existing footage and they're going to put him in for the opening sequence. Steve, so uh, uh, okay, put it, digitally right. put his face the in. The
5: Crystal Skull took place in the 50s, correct?
0: Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, yeah, uh, early okay. 50s. Right, yeah. right. All right. We'll see. So they're probably just doing a flashback at the beginning, you know?
5: Well, he's a good director. I love Logan. And uh, we'll see if um, we, I hope this, since this is going to be the, the, the final chapter of the Indiana Jones storyline yeah. for Harrison Ford, I hope he goes out in style. By the way, for and Harrison It's not Ford, just he's... him going to the early bird special.
6: Yeah.
0: Uh, the feeling of seeing his younger self on screen was uncanny, but the actor admits that uh, he was utterly convinced by what he saw. He said, this is the first time that I've seen it where I believe it. He said, it's a little spooky. I don't think I ever want to know how it works, but it works. Uh, not that he's uh, pining to return to the time in the original, of the original indie movies. He said, doesn't make me want to be young, though. Uh, I'm glad to have earned my age. Uh, so it's going to be opening on uh, June 30th. Did you ever uh, see next the- years?
5: The Irishman, the uh, where they de-aged uh, Pacino and they de-aged uh-huh. uh, De Niro, and they, they they use this technology fairly liberally, and um, it kind of works, but it's 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 disorienting. There are scenes where you yeah. find yourself like looking at their faces, and it throws you off. And I remember one of the uh, uh, interviews they talk, we're talking to Scorsese, and he was saying he had to remind De Niro to walk like a thirty thirty five year old, opposed huh. to... You know, in his in his cadence was not the same, was not the same energy. So all those things yeah. figure into it.
8: All right,
0: uh, I think we're ready for the clips. And I think I left them on my printer upstairs. Do you want so to I go don't up? Have them. Well, do you guys want me to run upstairs? Can you real get quick? us a pop tart while you're up there? Yeah. <laughs> see how
2: long it takes. Huh?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. You want to do the setup? instead? Uh, I don't
6: have the setup either. So why don't you call up to Rochelle and see if she can read it to you? All
2: right. I'll run
6: upstairs.
5: You guys want me yeah, to right? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah,
6: oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. To I'll be right back. His, his
5: pajama bottoms. So we're uh in Preston's basement, yeah. which has a really nice uh There he goes. <laughs> there he goes. I have
2: the timer going. Let's see yeah. how long it takes. Yeah,
5: see how long it takes. Like to- he's a
2: three year old. Go upstairs and get my Go
5: get them now. <laughs> You cannot do it unless you have your preparation.
2: I actually can't believe how that 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 still works sometimes. Like, like Jace is eleven. And I'm like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna time you. <laughs> Dude, really? Go, oh, yeah. God, go yeah. upstairs and get my. He season. got it. Twenty three seconds. Twenty three
0: seconds, Preston. man.
2: Preston it took you twenty three um, seconds. That's not bad. That's a
0: new world record, I yeah. believe. It is. It is. Actually, yes. It's an inaugural world record. By the way, you can uh, watch uh,
3: Preston's Pajama Pants on our YouTube channel. Uh, Uh, Did you see my pajama pants? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're
2: so lucky you're in pajama pants. (laughs) I know.
3: It's awesome.
0: (laughs) It's awesome. All right, uh, Clips, here we go. Um, Welcome to Chippendales. The story of an uh, Indian immigrant who becomes the unlikely founder of a mail review that becomes a cultural phenomenon in this clip. Uh, we have uh, Kamal Nan- uh, Nanjiani, Nanjiani uh, explains that he's not playing a chip nails dancer despite being ripped. Hit it. They're also disappointed, <laughs> which is surprising to
7: me. I'm like, you don't want to see me do that. But people do assume that I'm going to be on stage dancing without my shirt. And I'm so grateful that I am not. And I swear you should
0: all be grateful for that. Your balls are showing. Welcome to Chippendales it is available on Hulu today. If you would like to see that, here's the next clip. While attending Nevermore Academy, Wednesday Adams attempts to master her emerging psychic ability in the new series Wednesday. And here, star Jenna Ortega talks about meeting Christina Ricci ahead of playing Wednesday Adams. Here we go. I
3: think she's somebody that I've. Have- always had a lot of admiration for from a very young age uh i've always kind of looked up to her in a sense almost so i think that i was just kind of interested in getting to know her not necessarily
4: for um you know yeah to talk about wednesday or anything like that
0: i don't give a uh wednesday is out tomorrow on netflix if you would like to see that it's out on wednesday it is, yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> they it did that on purpose. Yeah. All right. all right, there you go. That's what I have uh, in the entertainment report for you this morning. So, if you're just tuning in, uh, I'm at home. Uh, test positive for COVID. Feel fine. It's all good. Rochelle uh, feels worse than I do, but she's uh, on the mend. Uh, and so we're dealing with that. But other than that, business as usual. We got a couple of guests on the program. Uh, we will have Connor Barwin checking in uh, There's an event coming up he wants to make us aware of, and we're going to have Ralphie Peter Billingsley. On the show this morning, A Christmas Story Christmas is out now. You can watch that. It's on HBO, right? HBO, HBO Max, yes. Yeah. HBO or Max. HBO Max, sorry. Yeah. Uh, so we'll talk to him uh, around 9 o'clock or so, and uh, we'll see what else is going on in the world. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in just a second, so stay with us, my <laughs> friend. I was trying to tell you, it's Tattoos
6: Day. Text word tattoo to 39333. <laughs> I was trying to
0: tell you that. Sorry, Preston. Oh, I, I, okay. I thought he was just showing you his, his nipples. You just tell me. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. Uh, text that now. We'll get a winner by the end of the program. Now can we take a break? Yeah. 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 All right. We'll grab that. Greetings, good citizens. With
1: Thanksgiving upon us, the thing I most look forward to is the traditions. Be it family, friends, food, and perhaps a beverage or two. And another tradition I really enjoy is connecting with MMR listeners during my annual Welcome Home broadcast. It's happening on Thanksgiving Day. So this Thursday, starting at 10 a.m. Pierre Standard Time, join me live on the air or the MMR app wherever you are, and I'll be taking requests, dedications, and holiday wishes for the MMR family coming together on Thanksgiving Day. And yes, I will serve up the traditional Alice's Restaurant at 10 a.m. noon and a Pierre Vinyl Cut version at 2 p.m. So let's stuff our ears with great music and cheer before you stuff your face. And happy Thanksgiving from 93.3 WMMR.
0: A variety of things to pass along to you this morning. So I believe the stream of consciousness (gasps) is what I have become. Exciting or were you gonna go to the, the general store, Casey? I don't know.
6: No, you know what? I um I completely lost track of where your stream of consciousness and your music is. It, it, we have to have an official theme. No, we
0: do, we do. Because all uh, these segments
5: are so different.
0: Yeah. There you go. These are things that just rattle off the top of my head. Stream of consciousness. Yeah, er. yeah so I I saw this interesting story. Uh, Casey, are you familiar with a guy who plays for the Vegas Raiders, a linebacker named Blake Martinez?
6: Uh, yes, I do. I- I'm not super familiar with him, but I follow the NFL, so I, I
0: am uh, familiar with that name. All right. I do not follow the NFL, so I'm not familiar with this guy. But I did read a story about something uh, about him that I found interesting because he uh, he he retired midseason. Okay, he's 28 years old, could have more of a career left. But apparently, it wasn't because of a, a career-ending injury or anything like that. He wasn't released. He decided to hang it up because he's making enough money selling Pokemon cards. Pokemon Stop cards have
6: what? what
0: eclipsed his
5: NFL career? Come on.
0: Yep. And he recently sold a very rare card for nearly $700,000. Jesus. Yeah. So, it's still a thing.
2: Apparently, yeah. Jace has a pretty rare card. He he was never... Is in, it a Dwight Gooden? He nah. was never into Pokemon. He, he never really got into it. One summer, it was like a couple summers ago, the kids used to take their cards to the pool and they would put them in these binders. And so he was like, I have a couple of packs. Can you get me a binder? We put it together. We bought a little more. He did absolutely nothing with them. But not. And I don't know how true this is, but somebody has told him that the one card he has is very rare and that he should hold on to it. Is there a it. dollar
5: okay. amount associated I, with this? I
2: don't know because I don't know anything about it. He just keeps telling me we have it. It's sitting in the binder. and It's
3: my retirement fund.
2: <laughs> I have to look more into it, I guess. Maybe huh. I'll...
3: There yeah. was a there was a stretch where Ben was into it, Kathy, and it was probably like two or three years. And Steve, there would be occasions where like he would sit down and try to explain it to me. Right? Good lord, I had like Pokemon, like you can super upgrade certain Pokemon to become sure. other Pokemon. It's very complex, it, and, My and they eyes all have names white. like yeah, and they have names like Charizard and then Super Charizard and whatever the hell else. And I had no idea what he was talking about. However, Kathy. There were cards that he valued more than others, and part of the reason why he valued them more was that he told me that they were rare. I don't know if they're worth anything, but that's, you know, that was from the mouth of a seven-year-old.
5: No, and I believe—what was the story, press? I think you reported on it. it was a guy who converted—he um, he converted his crypto to Pokemon cards or something like that. Seriously? So like, massive investments. I mean, where they, they, they'll have, like, complicated break-ins to steal these cards oh, from collectors— yeah. Uh, you know, that's how valuable they are.
0: Yeah, and those things, they, they won't decrease in value, right? I mean, they, uh, well, I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, I'm
6: sh- maybe, maybe if a Pokemon has some sort of sex scandal, uh, yeah, a little All decrease right. in value. Hey, but I just found out that Logan Paul wears a Pokemon card around his neck that's worth two million dollars. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what douchebags do, so there you they are weird.
0: Uh, so two million dollars.
6: Yeah, I guess he's got okay. it. Uh, maybe golden crusted or something. Along Do you know those they say? That, they say it's
5: worth whatever someone will pay for.
0: It. That's right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is that's beyond me. How how things like that end up advancing and worth. Baseball cards and things like that, I can understand. You know, it's it's a limited amount of them available. A legend at a certain time in their career, things like that. It's a timestamp, right? But but for playing a game, this is only valuable because the creators made it so that it has a certain amount of power. You know, within the game. I don't know.
8: I, I have no idea. There's I certainly don't
5: control. Know. Ah, hell, I don't know. All I know is that it, there there are people who are. Who almost live in this world? So yeah. it, it's it's part. That's their reality. I mean, they play this all the time. Let me ask you yeah. then.
6: Uh, so the the creators, not only of the characters but of the cards, don't they sort of have a? Uh, it's like insider trading, almost. Like they 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 can create. Oh. All right, we're only going to make five of these cards. Uh, I'm going to keep one. They you can know. do that. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like that doesn't come out of the box worth two million dollars, does it? You I, know what I mean? They I, don't. They don't make this card, create this character, and go. Okay, we're putting this for sale. But they can make sure that, that it's two million dollars.
6: Somebody is
0: making sure that that, that
6: card is rare. They can massage yeah. it along so mm-hmm. they can say,
5: okay, this yeah. will be a limited edition you know um of course uh, it's not it, to me it doesn't seem as wise an investment as batman figures but now that no, that's, no. that's <laughs> where you put your money but even in that case um the things that i have a lot of them are limited um you know so i i think what they'll do on these pokemon cards is they'll obviously issue a limited run and that jacks the price
3: up i have an update on yeah. the logan paul card uh, apparently he bought a bunch of fakes Oh, they, and they were not worth no. anything. It was uh, GI Joe junk, and it was uh, he lost nearly four million dollars on it, three point oh. five million dollars on cards that didn't, <laughs> did not have that value.
5: Very savvy investing. Yes.
3: Yeah. Harsh. Wow. Well, That's this guy's retiring, guy,
5: man. I have the retired. Mona Lisa in my living room, pressed. In the Mona Lisa, and uh, and I think okay. I got taken for a ride. So yeah, Well,
6: pressed. this
0: this guy is retired. Has retired, Jeez. and he's, he's going to sell Pokemon cards. Yes, case.
6: No, I was going to say. Yeah, I saw that. Like, um, he's kind of like a mid level. Linebacker, I think his salary, and it's nothing to sneeze at here, but for, you know, professional athletes, he, he makes a million dollars a year. It's also a really, really uh, physically demanding position, linebacker. Sure. A lot of well, colli- so is Pokemon. Yeah, no, no, but it's, it's so, yeah, if he's like, you know what, I, I can take my, I'm not making that much money, know. you know, and, you know, comparatively speaking, and I can, you know, make almost my whole salary selling cards. Okay. Without getting beat up, without getting and, beat up, and
0: potential, yeah.
6: Well, I'm also resistant. their team sucks, so he's like, you know, there's there's no chance they're going to make the you know the Super Bowl, the playoffs this year. So that, that is well, I mean, yeah. but,
0: but still, even even if you're if you're minimum level in in the NFL, you're a player. We see that. I mean, that's that's the holy grail. You're yeah. in the NFL, you're a player. You've you've the American dream. You got it. Yeah. And now I'm going to go sell Pokemon. Guys. Could you see yourself living in
4: a,
5: a world where you like? What would you collect or invest in or i mean we're looking at the wall behind you have some collectibles that are obviously near and dear to you would would you
0: yeah it's all could, sentimental stuff
5: right could you see yourself getting involved in the you know is there anything that holds that, that much fascination with you not you could see really yourself, yeah
0: like being an art you know collector right. or, or rock something like memorabilia that. Yeah, no. I, yeah. I think it's uh, it's a bit too much work and uh I you know, I'm I'm covetous of people who have these unbelievable like that that one I don't I don't know I forgot which sports team the guy owns, but he bought like Ringo's drum kit. Oh, Junior yeah. say yeah. the Yeah, yeah. That that is amazing to me. That's you know, owning your own uh um uh, uh museum of sorts would be pretty amazing. Yeah. So but no, it doesn't. As far as like investing and, and making a, a living out of it, no.
5: Yeah, and at a certain point, you know, like like you enjoy having them, but at, at um, what what do you do at a certain point? You know, you just yeah. it just
0: sits there. And, yeah. You know, yeah, you want right. to be able to share it. All right, like my uh, night Rider other, collection. Yeah. Other things from my stream of consciousness nerd. Uh, let's talk about divorced men being appealing to single women. Ah. Study. Yes. And apparently, there's uh, some science backing up why women are attracted to divorced men. Uh, The reasons, number one, divorced men have demonstrated they can commit. (laughs) Okay. Okay. They They can can commit. commit, (laughs) But just not for that long. Yeah. Yeah, just not that long. Uh, Divorced men are experienced communicators. All right. Or that's the reason they're divorced. (laughs) Divorced. yeah exactly man are these single women
6: so hard up <laughs> what's Seriously? going on here man
0: <laughs> well, i think what is is
5: is demonstrating at least in a in a um at a period they could do that, and so I think that's the enticement i think they they have i think it goes to that. They have exhibited, and, and Nick, you you represent this here, the, the willingness to have at one point
3: made the full commitment. Yeah, I'm going to commit to you for about 10 years, <laughs> and then uh, we'll figure out what happens next. <laughs> and then we'll
4: renegotiate.
3: Talk I'll to comu- my agent. I'll communicate well for uh, for a little while. And then, and then uh, I'll
5: withdraw. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. Now, these, are, these are the perceptions that they say <laughs> that uh, that women might have for divorced men. Divorced men deal better with conflict. Yes. Unless they were very conflictive in nature, and that's why they got divorced. Well, look at O.J. Uh, divorced men are more likely to be in shape, but not too in shape. Mm-hmm. So they're attractive to other women. They're more likely to collect Pokemon cards. Uh, divorced men are probably more mature. According probably. studying. That's what it is. Unless they work on radio. Uh, <laughs> divorced men are more likely to have children already. Proof of their fertility.
8: Okay. All right.
0: Which all humans are drawn to, apparently. I got swimmers. <laughs> And number seven, divorced men don't believe in the one. They've learned that they have to work on themselves so they stop looking for Ms. Wright and start looking for women who make them happy and with whom they share common interests. Listen.
2: Yeah. This is just an this, this. Whoever wrote this is trying to uh, <laughs> is trying to put divorced men in uh, a better light than what we you know what they traditionally are seen as. Like it didn't work out. It yeah. failed. You know. Yeah.
6: Who's right. behind this study? Divorced, divorced, guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> divorced men. Yeah. Divorced men university. Right. Uh,
5: yeah.
3: But I, I don't uh,
5: there is. I think there is some credibility to some of these aspects. I,
3: I will say that uh, after I got divorced, uh, there was a stretch of time where I was an eligible single dude, and uh, the fact that. I was divorced, I don't know if it hurt me or helped me or whatever, but like I felt pretty comfortable with myself for a stretch and um and that took a little while post divorce. And then uh it's I don't know, it's like a, a kind of a conversation starter sometimes. You like you have something to talk about. It's like, yeah, my last my relationship didn't work out, and here's why. So at least um, you had things to talk about with people. Do you think it's as much as what
5: you exude, as what you're
3: putting out there? Oh, yeah,
4: yeah. A-
5: as you know that. that and that,
3: that took about a year. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Do you end up
2: crying on some people's yeah, shoulders. Yeah.
3: By the way, the uh, the getting in shape portion of a person can go either way. You can either be so depressed you don't eat at all, so you lose weight, or you get so depressed that you eat way too much and you gain weight. So I I did the former and lost lost a decent amount of weight after I got divorced. Um, But, yeah, I mean, you know,
0: I've seen both ways. Yeah. So but apparently I I was not aware of this. uh, 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 There are a a sector of women who are attracted to divorced men and uh, that this study shows those are the reasons. Does it
5: work the other way? Uh, any, Any indication that men are attracted to divorced women?
0: It's a good question. Mm. Um, I haven't seen, this is only one side of the, 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 of the gender study, so yeah. I don't know, really know. Probably
2: You know, all the guys are like, oh, God, I want nothing to do kids. with her kids. <laughs> yeah. She's got
5: I a know, lot of but... kids. So she's good. been with another man who's probably better.
0: No, Yeah. <laughs> it's so wild to look back uh, in uh, history, uh, and by that I mean, like, old movies, TV yeah. shows, and things like old that. Old-timey. About what a uh, what a scourge it was to be a divorced woman. Oh yeah. Uh in the nineteen fifties, nineteen sixties, times like that that it was considered almost an embarrassment, a scarlet letter well, of, of type. Do you remember that happy
5: days episode, the divorcee, they called yeah. her like, hot to trot. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. totally. She's I, a
4: whore.
6: <laughs> I, I wonder in the back of the, the mind of the single person about to date the divorcee, like uh do I really want to get like what's what's the ex like? Do I really want to get involved in something where, yeah, he, he, you know, I, dude, I saw a video. He does the, commercials for hurt. <laughs> I, I hate this on, on Twitter, but it ended up in my feed. This, uh, this woman got her ass kicked by her boyfriend's ex-wife. Like, okay. you know, I guess maybe they were at the same. It, it was like a, they were at a Little Caesars or something like this. And, it, I mean, she was just getting stomped on. Who knows the reason why? But it's like. You know what? I think we're going to break up now because I don't want that to be a part of my life. Yes. You know? You bring that luggage. Yeah.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, I remember, and this is not a divorced situation, but I was in my early 20s, and uh, this this older woman approached me. She was married, and she made her intentions very clear that she was interested in me. Wow. She was married and, like, wanted to, to like, arrange a hookup, a meetup and stuff. And, I, and here I am in my 20s. I'm like, this is the greatest thing ever. This is incredible. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> This is every fantasy coming true. And then reality hit, and I'm like, wait a minute, dude. Yeah. She's married. This could end with me six feet under the yes. ground. Yeah, this could end there with you. no way I am going into this. Hey, lipid so yeah. even, But, but even, even when there's a door symbol, yeah. uh, that's something to be considered as well. Is there a psycho ex? Yeah. Because yeah. apparently things didn't work out. Am I going to uh, end up yes. jumping out a window in my underwear? Yeah. Yeah, totally, which would be a great story to share down the road. Right, unless you're hunted down. I think I've
2: told you guys this before, but, like, in my family, for whatever reason, if if somebody gets divorced, the uh, person who's leaving the family doesn't actually leave like we we are we still see and exes stay within, those, within really? the family and and i think it's mainly because in in most uh, now you
6: can't leave well no yeah. in most situations <laughs> now you just can't leave <laughs> no in most situations
2: the two who are getting divorced it's not like you know they're not fighting and beating right. each other's you know current you know partner up and stuff like that so they're friendly so in turn we you know everyone sort of you know stays friends with them but i mean we're for years my. Um, my uncle's ex-wife just
5: the, p- the paper clip
2: no no um. a different one um would come to to holidays she would spend christmas easter thanksgiving with us wow and
5: with well, they, well that's, a,
3: that's a good sign right? i guess yeah. that you you've you've made it as uh especially when, as possible if there are kids involved yeah. you know i mean my, my parents are are friendly with my ex-wife um and you know my my youngest brother's divorced uh, his ex-wife is in the in the picture as well like it's it, it, they're just because they're no longer married to that person, they are still related to you because of the child, you know, yeah, in yeah. one way or the other. And my ex-wife will always be a part of my life because of our son. Uh, and I'm I'm really lucky. I have a great divorce, you know, yeah, and, and yeah. I text with my ex-wife every day, essentially. So, like,
0: we're friendly um, and there's no reason to, you know, exclude <laughs> her from my life. And I'm sure there's a dynamic out there. In fact, I know that there is where your family member was the one who messed up in the relationship. Yeah. Then, Dude. Yeah, and how can you take their side? Because they they were the a hole. He it, blew all you know his
5: money I mean? on Pokemon cards. <laughs> there you go. Maybe that's he told him yeah, yeah. not yeah. to. You dumbass. Weird. He collected two things: Dwight Gooden and Pokemon cards.
0: Look what happened. <laughs> all right, uh, we're moving on. Uh, uh, this was a stream of consciousness nor story uh, from a couple of days ago, and it has to do with Delaware. And apparently, there is an the Sunshine over- State running. Of pot-bellied pigs yeah. in Delaware, <laughs> yeah, in Where? rural and residential areas, and uh, with that rise, the uh, uh, apparently in 2016, uh, the state experienced a significant rise in pot-bellied pigs, and now they become a nuisance to landowners, are running the risk of establishing a feral pig population, <laughs> okay, and spreading diseases such as salmonella among other issues in Delaware. All right, well, we
6: finally have a show member who lives in Delaware now, uh, Our uh, Kyle hey, McCarty. Yeah. He's, a, he's a Delaware resident, formerly of New Jersey, so he kind of can speak on both if we ever have to talk hey, Jersey Do a
0: TED Talk. Okay. Yeah. Can okay. he grab us a pig? Yeah. Officials said that the problem can be traced back to people who purchase the pigs as pets, often uh, people who sell the animals, use terms like micro pigs and pocket pigs to make a sale. So it's pet pig purchasers. Mm -hmm. But as the uh, pigs age, they can grow up to 70 to 200 pounds and have a lifespan of 15 to 20 years. There
6: was a while there where I thought we were going to have a pig because my, my youngest loves pigs. My my wife was following these people on Instagram who have a pet pig, and not the gigantic ones like uh, Jeff Devlin's. Right? right yeah. Now. Yeah brought home but uh i i was like man i think i we and, and apparently they're, the, they're w- intelligent the word is they make really good pets that they really are are cool as uh you
5: know but, but again when one when they start to exceed 200 pounds that's, that's the issue.
0: thing so casey okay, so you may someone may tell you that you're getting a small pig and then you get it home and then yeah. a, a couple of years in you're like this ain't no small pig <laughs> yeah
4: yeah
0: <laughs> Uh, so as a result, a lot of the pigs can become strays, and uh, some owners who uh, can't bear the brunt of pig parenting relinquish ownership and allow them to roam around. And then you have the Delaware feral pig problem. So has there? Uh, a, a, how many? Uh, did they get an, an estimate number? I don't wise? have a number. No, there's there's no number in this particular Five pigs article. For every person, uh, the at large pigs are on, uh, often going to cause. <laughs> <laughs> Problems for land, livestock, and humans, and as uh, as a result of that, officials said that swift action will be taken to mitigate any threats. Uh, for example, if pigs are found on state-owned land, such as state forests and state parks, they will be yep dispatched immediately. Wow. Uh, primarily, that's because pot-bellied pigs can reproduce as young as eight weeks of age. Jesus. Wow. Uh, which could allow feral pig populations to, you know, quickly crop up and, and get out of hand. Very Absolutely. Pretty. You know who would help with this yep. is uh, Strangle Farms, Steve.
5: Strangle yeah. Farms is a great <laughs> option. If you're overrun with pigs, just take them over to Strangle Farms. They'll give you the piano wire. You can kill them. I'll, I'll tell you this. They, again, I mentioned the Mary Mead Farms uh, pig, which is adorable. And But yeah, I think it's better if you have a farm situation than a condo yeah, yeah, yeah. for <laughs> right. your 200-pound I mean, pig.
3: Pig <laughs> poop is... Awful. Oh, it, my God. It, it smells God. so bad. Like, if you ever get It'll stuck behind... your nose. If you nose. Like, I've been in North Carolina a few times, and there's a lot of hog farms down there. If you get stuck behind one of those trucks,
0: it is just terrible. Yeah. Well, dude, Hatfield Meats is out this there way. There you go. And so, we, uh, where I live, and so I get behind those trucks every now and then. <sighs> it is... Horrible. I think maybe even worse though is the chicken. If you smell yeah. oh, the chicken ducks and the chicken poop, they're just it's, slow it's your just roll. <laughs> yes. I'm Easy. sorry, Gene. Yep. Easy.
5: looks like a crazy here. stay in your lane. Yeah. Uh, when so, I had those baby <laughs> <at the> breaks,
2: <laughs> when I had those baby chicks in my garage for like less sting? than a week, by the time they left, like the the smell lingered. I want to say for like a good two weeks.
6: Uh, you I got the ducks.
5: In general, I, I enjoy. The the, the 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 sort of basic farm smell, yeah, uh, not not a not a tr- yeah. truck full of a light crab. poop smell, right,
0: right. You know what you're saying yes. yes, yes. It's earthy in general. It's nice, yeah. right? It's, uh, it, it, uh, aromatic. You, know, it, you you think of you think of the bounty of the earth, right? Uh, you no know, more around that farm, so you know.
2: <laughs> Casey, I did the ducks as well. They were worse. The, oh, really? Yeah, the ducks were worse. Yeah, but they swim in your bathtub. Uh, I liked the chicks way better.
0: <laughs> Right. Well, anyhow, potbelly pigs uh, found at large will will be assumed to be stray and will be uh, strangled. If, if the pig has identification such as an ear tag, it will be returned to its owner. But otherwise, yeah, they're gonna bacon, oh, man in Yep, there you sauce go. Sausage. Yep, yep, exactly. All right, um, this is uh, good news. Always nice to hear good news. Um, gas prices are shifting in the U.S. and uh, AAA. Is now saying the gas prices will likely drop just in time for holiday travel. Uh, though the uh, AAA reported a national average retail price of three dollars and sixty cents a gallon for regular unleaded gas uh, for Monday. Uh, prices are about ten percent or ten cents per gallon lower than the week prior, and uh, they're saying that uh, many stations across the U.S. are, are already. Uh price below three dollars, and it 's not impossible and to you get oil a, free pot,
5: a free pot belly pig with every uh, fill out Preston
0: hold there, we could see a national average of uh, two dollars and ninety nine cents around Christmas, uh which would be a gift that motorists are hoping for but every every year you hear the Every year, I, I, I can't tell you when I've ever heard around a holiday that you know it's going to be less expensive to travel this year. It's always more expensive to travel mm-hmm. around the holidays. I got a
3: tip uh, this morning, Preston. Um, there's a website or on Twitter uh, called at uh, Morning Brew, and they say that traveling through Pennsylvania this week, you should stop at Sheets. Now, listen, I'm a Wawa guy, but this says stop at Sheets. The gas station chain is lowering the price of their unleaded 88 gas to a dollar ninety nine per gallon. What? To provide relief for customers during the holiday, so it's a Thanksgiving promotion. Yeah, no. all right, Wawa, balls in your court, okay. right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But a buck ninety nine per gallon uh, for the unleaded unleaded eighty eight during the holiday weekend. I think oh, well, a nice cool. response
5: would be a free fill up with every purchase of a small coffee. Yeah. All, right.
3: all right, so uh, I'm yeah. going to drive out
6: to Mechanicsburg gas. to go to Sheets so I can fill up for gas. It should only cost me uh,
0: how many miles <laughs> you know what? to drive yeah. all the way back. Yeah. Bring yeah. some garbage
8: yeah. bags.
5: You had a story, Preston, where a guy had filled up b- bags full of gas. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, who's the
0: guy? Well, what about the guy, the motorcycle? The
5: guy with the motorcycle. The guy He had a container of back. gas
0: on his back, and it, and it exploded. So follow that model. Yeah. Yeah. I go to right? my...
6: Uh, yeah, no. I was gonna say I go to my Liberty gas station. Uh, it's, you own a gas station? No, 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 no. It's not mine. It's oh. it's the Fritch's. Oh, uh, they own it, and I go there because I, I don't even look at the prices. The guy who owns the place, Mister Fritch, is the best. And like he, like you'll see him out. Like there's a median in front. Of, like you see him out. Hey everyone, Casey's here. He cleans up the street. Like you'll see him really, and, and nobody. What's his uh, <laughs> name? Mister. Uh, Mr. Mister. Mister Fritch. <laughs> Mr. I you know what I don't know what his name is. His son's name is Vinny. Vinny was an intern of ours when he was in uh the high school. They had to do like a a project, but Casey um, come here, let me tell you. you're a good boy. He, I like you. This but this guy will go and he'll clean the medians of
3: of Route 320
6: on Sprawl Road. That's Run. very nice. And he's great. That's good. Yeah, he's, All right, and,
3: so I got to drive west on um the Turnpike uh, tomorrow and then I'm going to head south on 81, which takes me through like Carlisle. I wonder if there's a Sheets out that way because oh, yeah. uh like I don't. I don't think there. I don't know where the closest Sheets is. Huh. Any of you guys have you ever been to one? I, 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 I actually did, just went. One to, one I, yes, I just Lancaster. went to one.
2: Yes, I, I went out there. Uh, it was during. I think it was. I guess during the fall when I got like my mums and stuff like that. And yeah, I stopped at a Sheets and only because I had never been to one. I wanted to see what it was like. Compare it to Wawa. Right. I got a sandwich. Uh, and I will. Say it wasn't as good as Wawa for sure.
5: Sheets are fine, but they're not. Wawa's better. But, but I mean, you know, they're, they're usually clean. The, the in- one out in, in, uh, in Lancaster is the one I end up going to, uh, you know, for, for a, a coffee or something. But otherwise, yeah, they're, they're fine. And if they, But, I mean, to travel that just, just to fill up your tank. Right.
3: But I'm doing it anyway, so I might as well stop.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's something. That I've, I've been to the one in Hershey, and there's just something that seemed fake about no, it. I don't know what. It's- they're They're, they're, they're sushi. No, it's very
2: similar in the like you know they have the computers where you order like Wawa like it looked a little bit like Wawa. The setup was they all seem
5: like prostitutes.
2: (laughs) No, 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 but it it was almost like a faux Wawa is what I felt like. Faux (laughs) Wawa.
0: Okay,
6: I like that. No, you know it seems a little truck stoppy to me. I think think that's it. A little more personality to it. Ooh, it's it's your neighborhood
0: Wawa. That is a good observation, truck stoppy. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Maybe it was the lot lizards. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but no, I, that's
2: the one I went Go to ahead. wasn't wasn't truck stoppy. It was very Wawa like. It just wasn't like maybe the quality of Wawa.
5: It's what it's com- Wawa
0: yeah. light. <laughs> yeah,
2: it is Wawa light.
0: All right, uh, there's another story I want to get to because I know we got to take okay, a break. Yeah, but yeah. I Move on to that. Uh, this is this is pretty cool. I was happy to see this because uh, we host a very large blood drive in the summertime. And uh, some people can't give blood, uh, and it's been for years, if they happen to have been in Europe or visited Europe for a certain amount of time. Right. Uh, during the deadly mad cow disease scare. Uh, but federal health officials have lifted the ban that has stood more than two decades now. It's over with. Oh, that's pretty amazing. Hmm. Yeah, so when you answer those questions, a lot of it has to do with where you've traveled, where you've lived, have you served overseas, things like that. And have you some of a it is, Yeah. Mm. In the United Kingdom, blood collectors nationwide are tracking down people, U.S. citizens who lived, worked, or vacationed in the United Kingdom, France, Ireland, hmm. or several of military bases in Europe during various periods between 1980 and 2001, as well as anyone who received blood transfusions in those three countries uh, anytime since 1980. So since the- 1999, those people have been banned from giving blood in the U.S. for fear that they'd been exposed to mad cow disease. Um Outbreaks of the cattle infection swept through Europe, eventually killing at least 232 people, mostly in the U.K. Four cases have been reported in the U.S., all in people who likely acquired uh, the infection abroad. So while you hear that number 232, you're like, oh, that's not that many people to die of, you know, something over that period of time. But apparently it's something that can get, uh, that, that has a long shelf life. It can last in you for a long time, and if you get that, Integrated into the blood system, it can get out of control. It can be another catastrophe, Preston. I'll tell you this. (laughs)
5: Yes, yes, it can. uh,
0: As I recall,
5: wasn't the step (laughs) off of Mad Cow cow bone and cow uh, parts ending up in the feed that cows themselves were eating, or was that just simply an urban legend?
0: I don't know, uh, but I do recall hearing something like that. Right. Uh, But I'm not sure, Steve. Something quasi-cannibalistic about it. So, the rare disease is caused by an abnormal form of a protein called prion, which triggers damaging changes to the brain and central nervous system. It's spread uh, from sick cattle to uh, people. It's it's 100% Uh, lethal, is it not? It's uh, people who uh, eat contaminated beef. But it can also be transmitted through blood transfusions. Uh, But after decades of research and reassessment, uh, the FDA has determined the risk of the disease has abated, thanks in large part to changes in the way the cattle are raised and the treatment of donated blood. And the agency eased the restrictions over the past two years and fully lifted them in May. That means hundreds of thousands of former donors can once again roll up their sleeves, and that might bolster the U.S. blood collections, which lagged uh, during the pandemic. So we have a pig calamity,
5: but the cow stuff is eased up.
0: Yeah, yeah. So the uh, American Red Cross which provides about 40% of the US supply last month began accepting donors previously deferred because of the risk of mad cow disease. But I mean it's a good thing that they took those precautions and it seemed like a long time and it was it was a couple of decades but now uh they said that it's uh, it's passed and invariably fatal With an incubation period that can last uh, years or even decades, the emergence of uh, mad cow disease in humans in late 1990s, alarmed officials responsible for the safety of the blood supply. So they Mm. took that precaution, and uh, apparently it's worked.
5: I never realized that was solely because of mad cow disease. Yeah. Uh Ah, interesting.
0: So there you go. If in the past you haven't been able to donate, you will now be able to Yay! Great news, especially for the, I believe, for presidency blood drive, which, you know. This means we can hold the
5: next one in Paris,
0: Preston. Mm. Let's do it. Let's go to Dollywood and then (laughs) Paris for a blood drive. I'm excited about that. All right, uh, that's the Stream of Consciousness nerd. We want to take a break, come back in a moment. We're going to talk to our buddy Connor Barwin. There's a cool musical event that's coming up that he wants to promote a little bit later on. Peter Billingsley will be joining us. Yes, Ralphie from A Christmas Story now has a Christmas Story Christmas, which is out on HBO Max. We'll get the beat file when we come back. Stay with us. We'll be back shortly.
8: Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. It's fancy. No, it's, it's not fancy.
1: Celebrate the coziest season with Acme. They're bringing all the fall flavors to you. From pumpkin everything to caramel apples and all your seasonal favorites. Make the most of fireside dinners, game-winning touchdowns, and warm family gatherings. Acme's here to help you spice, season, and savor every moment. You'll find fresh inspiration, chef-curated recipes,
7: on-demand cooking classes, and more just waiting to be enjoyed. So slow down and fall into flavor at acmemarkets.com slash fall.
8: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I would like to, right
0: before we dive into the Bizarre File, uh, give away some passes to our Christmas Miracle Live broadcast. It's a
6: Christmas Miracle! Yes! Yeah! All right, what? so
0: December 21st, when this is going to be, you have to be at least 21 years of age. you got to be there early, all right, by 6 a.m., because we got to get you registered in, because you might be up on stage. Who knows? You might get randomly called to get up and answer a question about the President's and the Steve radio program and walk away with some of our best gifts of the year. It's what we do. It's our year-end. Thank you for listening to our program. Uh, we'll be at Parks Casino in Ben Salem. And we can take seven callers right now at 215 263 or You can bring a guest with you. Please bring a guest to make sure you wear your ugly sweater because it is a Miller Lite ugly sweater contest as well. And we have prizes in conjunction with that to give away. And it's just a great morning. We have a good time. We eat some food. We drink some beverages. We play some games and um, oh, well, a live that, event. Yeah. We always, uh, we always have a great time. Yeah. So. Let's get you on board for that right now. While you are calling, and then we have a guest we're going to do, but let's get to the B-File first. Here we go. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Bizarre. Bizarre. Uh File.
6: And the Bizarre File this morning is brought to you by Red Robin. The holiday gifts are all wrapped. Give the gift of yum with a $25 Red Robin holiday gift card and get a $5 bonus buck reward for you now through December 31st. Red Robin. Yum. Yum. Nim, nim,
0: nim, nim, nim. <laughs> All right, uh, a, I think that's a better tag. Yeah. Nim, 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 nim. All right, so a Texas woman entering the U.S. told border officials that the wooden box in her car was filled with beer. In reality. It was a spider monkey that she planned to sell. Spider the monkey? A 20-year-old woman placed, uh, pleaded guilty to smuggling wildlife into the U.S. without first declaring and invoicing it and f- fleeing an immigration checkpoint as well. Uh, she attempted to enter the U.S. Uh, from Mexico through the Gateway Bridge in Brownsville, and officers noticed a wooden box with holes inside of her car, which she claimed contained beer that she had bought in Mexico. The holes are so the beer can breathe. When officers opened the box, they discovered a live spider monkey. Officers then referred the woman to a second inspection, but she took off after that. Later that day, officers discovered online sales listings for the spider monkey Uh. with the woman's phone number on it. Hey, the monkey drank all your beer. She turned herself in. The monkey was recovered, placed in an animal shelter in Central Florida, and she will be sentenced on January 25th. The Stokes family... Uh, this is in England, I believe. Uh, is going to have a much quieter Christmas this year because eight of them are now in prison. Uh, they were given jail terms after a wedding turned into a bloodbath between up to fifty guests. Wow! Uh, they threw chairs, tables, and glasses at one another. They used coat stands, fire extinguishers as weapons during the fight at the Daresbury Park Hotel. Uh, things were so out of hand. <laughs> That when police turned up, they had to retreat uh, until backup arrived, leaving them scrapping for a total of around 45 minutes. Uh, in total, the Stokes boys caused about $20,000 in damage to the hotel when 150 people were meant to be celebrating. A barman saw three men arguing around 11 p.m., but by the time he returned 15 minutes later the main bar, around 40 men were fighting. Oh, those Stokes Security, boys. Yeah. Security footage showed them uh, throwing items across the room and overturning a uh, a sweet cart. Uh, when the local police officer arrives, they uh, quickly realized they were unable to deal with the mayhem, so they called for an armed response unit, and 30 police cars arrived at the scene and carried out mass arrests. So uh, the arrests were as follows. Uh, Edward William Stokes was sentenced to 27 months in prison. Terry Stokes received 21 months. Thomas Stokes, Milton Keynes uh, will be joined for 25 months, while Edward Stokes was given a 16-week prison sentence. A further five people were sentenced, with John Stokes sentenced to 16 months. John Stephen Stokes was handed 21 months. Stephen Stokes was sentenced to 20 months. And Brian Stokes and Edward Stokes were given 18 months. Best wedding ever! (laughs) The Stokes crew is in trouble. Wow. A 21-year-old hot dog vendor was arrested for stabbing a person after an alleged turf war between out-of-town hot dog vendors set up outside of Petco Park late Saturday night. San Diego police had to respond. So there's a Uh, war between hot dog vendors? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there were reports of a large brawl involving 10 to 15 people. Uh, Duke Dumont had played at Petco Park before the incident was reported. It's true, a crowd of thousands of people and typically also provides an opportunity for local vendors to feed hungry concert goers in search of a quick and tasty bite. (laughs) As tempers flared, witnesses said hot dog vendors from Los Angeles were set up in areas where San Diego hot dog vendors typically sling food. We don't need your kind around here. (laughs) And a physical altercation of territory ensued. Police said that a group of food vendors got into a verbal argument resulting in a 31-year-old man being stabbed in the back. Uh, Police deployed pepper spray. Uh, They showed a video show multiple people being treated on the scene. Fire rescue uh, had to show up and help those who were affected by the pepper spray. Uh, The male victim who was stabbed was transported to an area hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Uh, Yanni Yanes is his name, was taken into custody. Oh, no, the person who did the stabbing was taken into custody for the stabbing. So the stabber was Yanni Yanes? Yanni Yanes stabbed someone, Yes. (laughs) All right, and then finally, we will end with this story. A Missouri man has pleaded guilty to robbing a local Bank of America branch using a demand note written on the back of his own birth certificate (laughs) and while he was wearing an ankle monitor related to a previous case. I need something to Uh, write on uh, a note. Give me my birth certificate. That uh, easily placed him at the scene. He did it all, by the way, he admitted to authorities, to, quote, prove a point to his lover, though it's unclear from court records precisely what point he was trying to make. I told you I'm stupid. (laughs) Entered his plea to one count of bank robbery, and it happened at approximately 1130 a.m., an unknown white male, which turned out to be Lloyd, uh, wearing a gray cutoff T-shirt with blue gym shorts and one orange (laughs) shoe on his right foot. Entered the Bank of America. (laughs) I'm guessing he wasn't a pro. Approached the uh, teller counter, presented a note to the teller, which written on a white piece of uh, printer-like paper, uh, was written with a pink marker, and it said, Give me your money now. Don't say anything. I have a partner outside. Uh, And then... The unidentified perpetrator had used a black Dodge Ram pick- pickup truck as a getaway vehicle. A phone call ten minutes later after the heist drew the local constabulary uh, to Lloyd. The call came from the boyfriend of Lloyd's roommate. <laughs> Lloyd was quickly located at the Lazy Acres Mobile Home Park <laughs> where he lived. I've incarcerated and Lloyd. Yeah. Confessed. That's right. Lloyd was (laughs) incarcerated. Uh, He swiftly confessed and Lloyd admitted to robbing the bank. He told investigators that he robbed the bank because he and his lover had gotten into a fight and he wanted to prove a point. There you go. They still don't know what the point was. You are an idiot. Uh, And uh, so anyhow. uh, Yeah, I'm incarcerated, uh, Lloyd. (laughs) Uh, the demand note was written on the back of Lloyd's birth certificate, and they don't know why he used that as well. That's my birth certificate. Right. Sta- look here. Look at my license. It's me. For whatever reason, he thought it was a good idea at the time. All right, there you go. Mm. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. All right, uh, we have a guest who is uh, standing by. Uh, Steve, we talked about uh, The Last Waltz on a few occasions. Oh, it's one of the greatest uh,
5: concert movies ever. And uh, the, uh, the collection of music in The Last Waltz, phenomenal.
0: Yeah, it really solidified me as a, um, an appreciator of the band. Yes. Uh, I liked a few songs here and there, but after seeing that movie, you're like, okay, uh, these guys were a real force to be reckoned with and something special. And There's an event uh, that is coming up, and it's a tribute to The Last Waltz, and it's going to be at Franklin Music Hall. And there's a charity uh, beneficiary, and it's in conjunction with our friend Connor Barwin, and we want to welcome him to the show hey. this morning, Connor Barwin. Hey. hey, good
9: morning, everybody.
0: Nice to see you, sir. And uh, I mentioned a uh, a charity connection, the uh, Make the World Better Foundation, correct is is gonna get uh, some of the proceeds from this event.
9: Yes, yeah, exactly. Uh, we're very thankful. We're getting all the proceeds from the event. Um, awesome. You know, this event is getting put on um, by Brian Dilworth's wife, um, Brian Dilworth, um, as you you guys know, passed away a couple years ago. Uh, and this was a show that he put on, I think twice before, and it was the it was his favorite show that he ever put on and so to honor him his wife is is putting this show together Uh, and then Dilworth was a was a hardcore board member for MTWB uh, the whole time MTWB has existed so his wife wanted to uh, give the proceeds to to MTWB so it's really it's really great and we're very thankful for Kristen for doing this
5: so the 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 concert is is it pretty much a recreation of what you would see if you were to see the last waltz movie correct
9: Yeah, yep, that's exactly the idea. And that's what what Brian did, uh, you know, years ago. Uh, And it was his favorite show. So his wife has put together the whole thing just like he did.
5: When I tell you that, if you've never seen it, and Preston, you know, I I was kind of in the same realm you were with the band prior to The Last Waltz. I always appreciated them, but I didn't realize just how revered they were. Uh, The the collection of songs and music that you see throughout this uh, is so phenomenal. And apparently... The musicians collected uh, for this, uh, Connor, are so amazing that their their ability to replicate it is just breathtaking. Is that correct?
9: Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's it's a force of, of local musicians that are coming together to put 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 on this show. And like you said, I mean, if people haven't watched the last waltz. Just just watch it right now. Watch it this weekend. Um, the the band is obviously incredible, and then the group of musicians that that the band brought together to kind of perform this last show. Uh, is really incredible, and, and and we're just trying to recreate that show. Connor. I listen, I listen to
5: that music all. The, I listen to that soundtrack all the time. It's that good.
3: Yeah, and I, and I love the band. And Connor, I'm just looking at some of the special guests, just the special guests. Uh, Adam Wiener from Locomo Connie, uh, David Wasikman of the Ho- of the Hooters. Um, you know, Don McCloskey, who we've become uh, great friends with and fans of over the last year or two. I mean, those are just like some of the special guests. The band itself has got the Horn Section. Uh, it's just a, it's a really impressive musical lineup.
9: Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I mean, it's going to be an awesome night. It's going to be an awesome show. Um, there's going to be kind of good vibes going all around. All around, it's the day after Thanksgiving. Um, it's going to be. It's going to be a really special night.
0: So I understand, Art.
5: Connor, you're going to be covering the Dylan songs. Is that correct? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly
9: it. Those are the ones I'm going to do.
0: Hey, what is your what? Is, yeah, now, obviously, you're you're a huge music fan. You've have, you've have had these shows over the years, and you have a real tight connection with some uh, cool bands. But what is your own musical talent like, Connor Barwin? It's very bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
9: you know, this is a true, a true story. Uh, I've only failed one class uh, ever in my whole life. And it was band class in seventh grade. Mm-hmm. And I was playing oh. the brunch. And my teacher failed me. I was what? like, <laughs> what's going on?
5: Wow, for wow. such a music lover to be so terrible at it. Yeah. Very few people fail band class. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. People that know this understand how funny that is. And, if I, if I, uh, and you were playing the triangle, weren't you? Wasn't it? Yeah.
0: I actually. It's a harder instrument. Of me, than
9: people are there's video of me doing a concert. Which one concert? I was I was that guy that was limited to the triangle in the back. But I got I got better after after he failed me. And, and I played a little bit of drums. Oh. Uh, in seventh nice. and eighth grade. And but 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 I'm not very good. So okay. um, uh, I stick to what I'm good at. It's coming up on uh,
0: November 26th at uh, Franklin Music Hall, and uh, you can go to uh, AXS.com. Uh, It'll be a great uh, time to get out and, and obviously help better. Um, and uh, for those who aren't familiar, Connor, a couple of the projects, we've we, you know I know you mention it every time you come on our program, but for those who may not be aware of it, if you could just bring them up to speed on Make the World Better, that'd be great.
9: Yeah, yeah, we thank you. We work with with communities to kind of reimagine and rebuild their their public spaces. And so right now we're working on a project in Grace Ferry, a 20 million dollar project. And really what MTWD does different and better is we really, really work closely with the people that use those public spaces. And we and we work with them to empower them and, and design it for what they think they need. Uh, and it takes a little bit of time, but we think that's what, what makes these these places special.
5: Well, by taking the yeah. the extra time, the the, yeah. the things that you end up achieving will last longer and serve the communities they're in much better. Well, so yeah, yeah and kudos. there's also
6: more of a vested interest in the community when, yeah. when they're getting their hands dirty and uh, and and working on on you know cleaning up these uh, these parks. So when when they've actually got some sweat equity involved, they're they're a little bit more involved uh, post
9: project, right? Exactly. I mean, we think, you know, you take, you slow down uh, at the beginning, you kind of sort of speed up at the end. And this really makes these projects a lot more sustainable um, in the long run. Excellent.
0: Uh, Connor, on a personal note, what do you got going on for uh, Thanksgiving this week? You headed out of town or you guys uh, staying here? You hosting? What's up?
9: Well, we we got a game Sunday against the Packers, so we're on our normal weekly routine. But I will uh, have Thanksgiving at my house in Fishtown, and my in-laws are in town. So we're deep-frying a turkey. I've never done that before. Ah. That's what's on the deck for us. Uh, so
5: make sure you have a uh, lot of fire extinguishers at the ready. Yeah, Connor. We, I don't.
9: Yeah. It
0: comes up every year. Every year. We
6: almost burned down the radio station, Connor. Uh, so just
4: be careful,
0: okay? Me.
8: Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I almost burned it down.
0: But yes, listen, get a, I kid you not, man, get, get a, a fire extinguisher that is rated for oil. Yes. All right? The wood ones don't work. They they will not put it out, and you will have to call the fire department. So get the oil-rated kitchen type of fire extinguishers. A little tip from your Uncle Press. Yes, chances (laughs) are you'll be fine. Yeah, but just the precaution is always good. Yep. All right, Uh, so the event, once again, uh, it is the Philadelphia Tribute to the Last Waltz, and it's going to be at Franklin Music Hall, and that will be November 26th, and you can go to AXS.com. Connor, have a great Thanksgiving, man. Good to talk to you.
9: Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving and congrats on the food drive. I heard you guys set a record this year. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. thank yeah. you. Appreciate it.
0: Connor Barwin, everyone. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Let us uh, take a break and come back in a moment uh, a little bit later on. Peter Billingsley, who, of course, played Ralphie in A Christmas Story and is also playing Ralphie in A Christmas Story Christmas, which is now available. We'll be talking to us in a few. We'll come back in a moment. Stay with us this morning. We are happy to pass along the results of Camp Out for Hunger. You raised over 2.8 million (laughs) pounds of. 2.8 million? A half million pounds more than last year. Money raised going to fill abundance. $1,078,254. It's astonishing. And a reminder, you can still donate at your local Acme. Yes. Everyone stepped up in incredible fashion. <laughs> Absolutely. Camp Out for
10: Hunger would not
8: be possible without the generosity of you and our partners. Event Quip, Philly Photo and Film, Town Square Rentals, Pods, Moving and Storage, Bowder Audio, and Newman University Videography. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger. Powered in part by Beanbo Bakeries USA, Pepsi, Dunkin', and Stauffer. 93.3 W. MMR, putting
0: Philly first. Uh, Casey was telling me, guys, that we have um, a few prizes uh, to give away, and I thought it might be kind of fun uh, to try playing a game that we've never played before this morning. (laughs) And (laughs) what? No,
2: no, you at home. Yeah. We'll try a game we've never done before. Our games usually fail, so now we'll do a new one and you at home. (laughs) Yeah.
6: Now that you're at home and you got this
0: uh, software on the board. I I a sophomore. Oh, on the board you? Yeah. yeah. You'll be fine. You'll yeah. be fine. Now, actually I I'd, I'd prep this game for Camp Out for Hunger because uh we like to have some contests ready to go uh just in case uh, we have some uh guests that feel like playing a game, something like that and so I put a little bit of work into this and I'm I'm I think this is a lot of fun and I'd like to try this out and I forgot where I got the idea for this and by the way it if if you know lyrics of classic rock music then this contest is for you so it's pretty simple a game but you need to know music pretty well and i could take any genre that i want to do this another time and i'll explain this but i just i just went with classic rock because uh, there are some iconic lyrics in the world of classic rock that i thought people might know um and so let me explain the game and we'll listen with the calls and we'll find out what we have to give away. Uh, but' I've, I've titled this classic rock in other words and I forgot where I had the idea to do this. I think I was, it was uh, maybe I heard of uh, you know one of one of the great songs uh, right. and I was listening to it and I you know the opening lines to some songs are uh, well, For lack of a better term, they're classic, and you you will always remember them. But I thought, what if I used an alternate word for every single word in the lyric of a song? How difficult would it be to identify that particular song? So uh, I took words, literally every single word. I tried to use every single word on a a rare occasion, like an and or an if. There's only
5: so much you can do.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I tried to replace with a different word okay. to try and see if you could identify so the song. And as I started to do it, I'm like, this is kind of fun. It took a while to do, but I eventually uh, came up with a bunch of them.
5: So that's how it becomes cryptic, and you just have to figure out sort of uh, with, um, so, uh, uh, you know, again, these are classic rock lyrics. that just may not be obvious when they're done this yes. way. Uh, exactly. And, and so- we have stuff to give
0: away, obviously. So, it, and, you know, we're giving thanks back to you. Now, the only uh, thing is that formatically, I could just take a caller and see if you know the answer. But I thought it might be kind of fun to have people play against each other. Right. uh And see if they, can, if they can kind of buzz in uh, and see if uh, someone can get it correctly. So what I want to try doing is get two, getting two people on the line at a time. And I will read the classic rock line, in other words. And if you know it, you need to say your name, first of all, that you buzzing in. Say your name, and then I'll let you guess as to what it is. And if you don't know, then your uh, your partner, the, the person you're playing against, actually, will have a free shot at uh, at taking a stab at it. Are uh, you
5: sure shot. you wouldn't want, the, want us to drive buzzers over to each contestant's home uh, as they're Maybe playing? Maybe we could you do know. that.
6: All right. Actually, yeah,
5: well, your way probably makes more Whatever's sense. Whatever's convenient yeah. for yeah. you guys. Yeah. No, this is no, no, good.
6: We only have a, a few. Oh,
5: yeah. We, yeah, yeah,
0: right, we right. don't have the manpower. Uh, so we'll get callers on the line. Case, what do we have to give away this morning, by the way?
6: All right. Well, we have um, the Christmas Miracle Passes Ooh. to give away. Ooh. So uh, it seems coveted. like, yeah, coveted. Uh, yeah. But, uh, you know, the uh, majority of the people on the line, that's what they want to win. But we also do, for those of you who can't make it to uh, our event on December 21st, we do have cases of Victory Brewing's new 6% hazy IPA. So you can stay home and get hammered. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. All right. So
0: uh, let's try this out. I thought this might be kind okay. of fun. Two one five two six three WMMR is the number. And these are. Very well-known songs. I took. Uh, there are no obscure tunes in here whatsoever. These are songs you've definitely heard on MMR one time or another. But they they do fall under that classic rock moniker. If we do have to put, I know it's all rock and roll, but if we have to put a title on them, it would be classic rock. So, uh, Casey, let me know when you get callers on the line, right. and um, we'll try it out.
6: All right, we. Uh, right now, and I'm press. You're gonna have to coach me through this just a little bit. I have to hit this button twice to put Toby on. Uh... uh, Correct. Okay, so we got Toby on line one, who's ready to
0: rock, and then we have Jay on line two as well. Okay, Toby and Jay, let me make sure they can hear me. Toby, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Excellent. And Jay, are you there? Gadzooks. All right. Gadzooks to you, sir. Okay, so this is the way it's going to work. I'm going to start reading the lyric, in other words, of a very famous classic rock song. The second you think you know what it is, say your name. I will stop right then and there. And you will have a chance to answer it. And if you get it correct, you win the prize. If not, uh, the other person gets to go, and uh, they can. And I will finish the lyric for them. So, uh, Toby and Jay, you guys ready? Yep. Yeah. Question: Do we say the name of the song first? You say your name, okay, right. to make sure that you've you've buzzed in, and then I will allow you to answer. That's how it has to be. All right. Okay. All right, that just Let lets rip. us know who goes. All right, so here we go. This is classic rock, in other words, song number one. Let's begin. She was a very quick mechanism. Her engine was tidy. Jay. She was the greatest, Jay. Jay. All right, Jay, what is it?
7: It's, uh, ACDC, and it's. Uh, she was a fast machine. She kept her motor clean. She was the best damn woman I'd ever seen.
0: <laughs> Keep
7: going. Uh, Keep going.
0: Do you have a title of the song?
7: Uh, will be all
0: night long. Ah, yeah! yeah, he worked yeah! through it. Good he word. did it. All right. That is correct. And Casey, what do we have for Jay, please? <laughs> all
6: right. So I hang on one second. I got
0: to. Well, gotta... while while he's going through that, I, I'll give you the rest of the line. So it was. She was a very quick mechanism. Her engine was tidy. She was the greatest female I had ever laid eyes upon. She was ocularly blind and speaking only the truth while rendering me unconscious with her U.S. quad. Okay. All right. So, Jay, you, the won, American thighs.
6: you won yourself a pair of tickets to attend Preston SD's Christmas Miracle broadcast on Wednesday, Yay. December 21st at the Excite Center inside Parks Casino in Ben Salem. And now only you will be eligible to be called up to the podium to compete for the big prizes, but you can bring a guest with you. So, congratulations. I'm going to throw you on hold. I didn't hang up on
0: it. I did it. Yeah, yeah. you did, I it.
5: did it. Look, it. Look at Yay. mommy.
7: I did it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, uh, let's get uh, two more callers on the line. If you can do that.
6: Yeah, we've got uh, Ryan and Nicole on the line right now.
0: All right, Ryan, can you hear me? Yes. And Nicole, you there? Yeah, I'm here. This is all All working out. you guys know how this works? Yeah. All right, very good. Say your name if you know the answer to this. By the way, I have to thank my wife, Rochelle, because we came up with these together. She helped me out as I had uh, pulled up the lyrics. All right, next song. Here we go. Only a minor municipality female residing in an isolated state. She rode a witching hour locomotive Ryan. nowhere in Ryan. All right, Ryan.
10: Journey, um, uh, don't stop believing. <laughs>
0: yeah!
10: yeah! You did it! You did it!
4: That is
0: correct. She rode she rode a witching hour locomotive to nowhere in particular, just an urban dwelling man birthed and reared in Lower Motor City. He rode the Witching Hour locomotive to Nowhere in Particular. And that is indeed uh she was a uh, just a small town girl living in a lonely world. She took a midnight train to anywhere. And she never I- stopped believing. And Case, what do we have for and, Ryan?
6: And Ryan won a pair of tickets to attend Preston Steve's Christmas Miracle broadcast Wednesday, December 21st. Excite Center inside Parks Casino in Ben Salem. And he is going to be eligible to be called up to the podium to uh, compete for the Excellent. big prize. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: By the way, those were the two easiest ones. They okay. do get a little bit more oh. Oh, uh, right. no. involved. I just wanted to ease it in uh, for the audience. All right, so we'll, we'll in other words, let's get to more contestants. Case. All right, we got Steve and Bob. All right, very easy to do. All right, Steve, you there. I am. Good morning, it. Good morning, it to you, Bob. How you doing, ma'am? I'm doing good. All right, let's see how you guys do next contest in classic rock. In other words, let's begin. On a nighttime barren roadway, chilly breeze on my scalp, toasty Steve. odor of. Mar- Bob, oh, Bob, no, Steve. Heard, Steve, Steve says, oh, I hear Steve first. Yeah. All right, Steve. Hotel California. He's right. Yeah! Yep, that's it. Ah! And you yeah, said man. it was harder. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, that one was easy. By the way, I never knew that line, worn Smell of colitas. I never knew what that meant. Apparently, that's weed. I oh. looked that up, and so that was I my it was line. Baby parts. Was toasty odor of marijuana buds lifting into the atmosphere. Forward of me, far away, I had the vision of a bright flash. My cranium gained weight. And my vision darkened. I had to cease for the evening. So, what was it? it
3: it's Kalitas, you said? Yeah, we talked about that on the show one time. It, did uh, we? I, did we? It was because we, we didn't know what the hell Coletus was. I thought it was Cletus. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's Kalidus. My, my like, stupid uh, cousin. <laughs> it was like a, uh, a slack-jawed yoga. Man, Kalidus stinks, don't he? <laughs> yeah. This hotel's a crazy damn hotel you can't check out. <laughs> well, Most folks will never lose a toe. <laughs>
0: uh, so, yeah, Kalitas, I guess, is maybe a. A, a strain of weed or is it a nickname for pot Nick do you yeah, remember
3: it was just, it was just like a, a nickname a silly way of saying it and uh, I uh, right. who wrote that was it Henley uh, I think it was or was it Glenn Fry? I think well, it was
0: one of the Felder wrote the the music and I think Glenn Fry yeah. uh, picked up on it and right. he wrote the lyrics okay so alright two more
6: contestants bitches alright we have uh, we got Dan on line
0: seven and we also have Ed Uh, Dan, a good morning to you. Good morning,
9: Crumbum.
0: (laughs) Good morning, Crumbum. Thank you, Crumbum. Ed, good morning to you. How you doing, buddy? Good morning, everybody. Good morning. All right. Easy game. You ready to play? Yes. Yep. All right. Here is, and I think this gets a little bit harder, okay? Mm. Uh, Here is your next classic rock in other words. Warm salutations to the tropical forest. We have entertainment and contests. We have all that you desire. Nectar, we possess the knowledge of what everyone is called. If you have the currency, Nectar, we have your sickness. I hear me. I hear you, too. You sound great, bro. All right, let me read that again. Warm salutations to the tropical forest. We have entertainment and contests. We have all that you desire. That. Nectar, we possess the knowledge of what everyone is called. If you have the currency, Nectar, we have your sickness. Dan, Ed, any clues? No. Uh, Three, nothing. Two, nothing. One. Oh. oh! Nothing! A stumper! It. Immediately. Sorry. Yeah. Right. Later, uh,
5: you guys, any, any guesses in the studio? I know yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah. me too. Do you want us to give it, or do you want to go to
0: two other contestants? No, because they'll somebody might automatically know it. As Welcome soon as we to the go. Jungle. So yeah. that is correct. Yeah. Yes, and by the way, I use nectar instead of honey. Ah. Honey, we put we got your disease. Yes. Uh, no, I uh, I used nectar <laughs> instead. So yes, that is correct. Welcome to the jungle. All right, next two contestants, please. We got Chris and Michael. All right. Good morning, Chris. Yoo-hoo. Yeah. yeah. No, I meant to Uh, Michael, how you doing, man? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Wonderful, sir. All right. We got a new line here for you. Let's see how you guys do. And we begin. Occasionally, I sense that I don't possess a mate. Occasionally, I sense as if I am my singular companion. Is the metropolitan area that I reside in Los Angeles? Solitary as I may be, with each other we weep. What song Mm. is that? I'll read it to you one more time. Occasionally, I sense that I don't possess a mate. Occasionally, I sense as if I am my... Is the metropolitan area that I reside in, Los Angeles? Solitary as I may be... With each other, we weep. Chris, Mike, got him.
10: I know it's a Chili Pepper song. Mm-hmm. Cookie uh,
4: cookie cookie. I'm gonna.
10: I'm, I I'm, I'm
0: got Mike. All right, Mike. Californication? No. no. Uh, so, Chris, Chris, you get free guess at it. Chris, go for it, man. Chris, are you even there? I'm here. I'm here.
9: All
0: right, you get a free guess at it, but I'm only giving you a couple seconds. Come on, go for it. Three. Give it away now. Ah. No, incorrect. Rambo, what's the answer? Under the bridge. That is correct. Yes, it's under the bridge.
6: I got it. I told you.
0: The opening line is "Sometimes I feel like I don't have a partner," and I said, "Occasionally, I sense that I don't possess a mate." See the other words. It was easy. I like the city I live in. City it's the city I live in, because he said "City of Angels" and I just said Los Angeles. Yeah, see how that works. Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. yeah it's only a mind All right. bender.
0: All right, let's get uh, two more on. Case. All right, we got Lance and we got Brittany. Ooh, Lance All and right, Brittany. Lance, good morning, Lance. Hey, bitches. Hey, what? Hey, what? Hey, hey Britt, how you doing? I'm not a hooker. I'm not a hooker. I love that. That's a classic one. All right, here we go. Classic rock. In other words, let's see if you know the answer and what song this is. Will you be bringing me to your house this evening? Below, next to the crimson flame luminescence? Will you allow everything to protrude? Large, heinied ladies, you cause the shifting earth to rotate. (laughs) Wow. Mm. Um, oh, I thought that'd be a giveaway. Mm. Let me Brittany. give it to you again. Okay,
10: Brittany. Brittany, Brittany.
0: What is it?
11: Oh, man. I, I doubt I know it, but I'm going to guess. Is it At bottom Girls? It is! Yeah. Oh. Oh, my God. I can't believe
4: oh,
0: you o- got that. You the opening line is, you will you take me home tonight? And I, I said, will you be bringing me to your house this evening? So there you go. Nice. And uh, Brittany got it right, so
6: we got a prize for Britt. What do we got for Brady's Brittany's okay? going to go to Preston and Steve's Christmas Miracle Broadcast. Yay. Wednesday, December Whee! 21st at the Excite Center inside Park's Casino in Ben Salem.
0: Congratulations. It's going to be a hoot. Yeah. <laughs> Preston, right, I think let's we got get... time
6: for one more. What? Yeah, oh, I man. am.
0: Oh, man. Okay. All right. I got some good ones.
6: All right. Well, let's. we're going to take this out for another drive at some point, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Don't All right. Who do we have next? One. All right. We got uh, Steve and uh, Kevin. All right. Steve and Kevin. Hey, Steve, good morning. All I did was get out of the shop. <laughs> that was excellent. Nice. And Kevin, good morning to you, sir. Nothing is over. Yeah. Two Nothing. very good ones. Nothing. Right. Nothing. I just got out of the shower. <laughs> Coming back
5: from Vietnam, getting out of the
0: shower. All <laughs> well, stinky. And whatnot. Oh, stinky <laughs> what? not stinky. What? I body filled. Stink. All right. Stink. Right. Here. Here we go. Go Classic ahead. Classic rock. Classic rock. In other words, let's see if you guys can get this one right. Here we go. I, 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 instructor, <laughs> cease your yelling. Instructor, can you visualize? I would prefer not to be a ritzy idiot. Possibly I ought to head to Hades, yet I am performing admirably. Instructor has to meet me. This is over. Mm-hmm. It's a tough one.
5: <laughs> Take it out for a spin one more time so Steve and right. uh, Kevin can hear it, it.
0: It, it, it. Instructor, cease your yelling. Instructor, can you visualize? I would prefer not to be a ritzy idiot. Possibly I ought to head to Hades, yet I am performing admirably. Instructor has to meet me after classes are over. Anybody know that song? I do it. I do it. I do it. You do it. <laughs> <laughs> I do it. Steve. All right, Steve. All right, Steve what is Popper it? For teacher? Yeah! Oh, I did it! <laughs> you did
4: it. Yes. Steve
6: did Steve told me. Uh, what do we have for him, Case? All right. Well, Steve wants to go to see the Christmas Miracle Broadcast, and that's what Steve's going to do. He's going to go see Preston and Steve's Christmas Miracle Broadcast Wednesday, December 21st at the Excite Center inside Parks Casino in Ben Salem.
0: He do and, it. And he do it. I do it. So I stuttered at the beginning because he leads off saying, teet, 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 just stop that screen. And to the it. I- instructor part you see. I got it. Right. So do you guys like it? You, yeah, you think love it's uh, fun. Yeah. yeah. Got it. some legs? I've I have a bunch more of them. So we could do this another time or we okay. could take it to other genres for a spin. But uh classic rock and other words. Thank you for playing the game. We got surprises out. That's a beautiful thing. All right, so We're going to take a break. We will come back in a moment. Peter Billingsley will be joining us because uh, the Christmas story, Christmas uh, film is out now on HBO Max. We'll talk to him in just a little bit and get some other things back in a moment. Stay with us. Greetings, good
1: citizens. With Thanksgiving upon us, the thing I most look forward to is the traditions. Be it family, friends, food, and perhaps a beverage or two. And another tradition I really enjoy is connecting with MMR listeners during my annual Welcome Home broadcast. It's happening on Thanksgiving Day. So this Thursday, starting at 10 a.m. Pierre Standard Time, join me live on the air or the MMR app wherever you are, and I'll be taking requests, dedications, and holiday wishes for the MMR family coming together on Thanksgiving Day. And yes, I will serve up the traditional Alice's Restaurant at 10 a.m. noon and a Pierre Vinyl Cut version at 2 p.m. So let's stuff our ears with great music and cheer before you stuff your face. And happy Thanksgiving from 93.3
0: WMMR. Uh, Even though I am at home today, uh, test positive for COVID, but feel just fine, Um, I can look via Zoom into the studio. And did, did Jackie Bam Bam... Give you that shirt, Kathy? Or where did you get that?
2: <laughs> uh, he did not, but uh, it is Jackie Bam Bam approved. Oh, is it Rolling yeah. Stone? It's the tongues. <laughs>
0: oh, there yeah. you go. It's a series of the the Rolling Stones uh, tongues in different forms. You got to send Jackie a picture a of that. He'll be quite
5: uh, thrilled.
2: I, you know what? I, yes. And, and I did It's I, amazing. I did, I did recently get one of those uh, bizarre texts from Jackie, and it was like a councilman or like. <laughs> I don't know what he was sending me. Oh, man. Because now I think, now that I know, after him and Casey went on their road trip, when he sends you a picture, there's some... Attachment. Sort of attachment. Right. Yes. He is thinking of you for some reason, but this one—even if
6: you can't discern what it, what it is. Oh, this is this like a contest. A... Can I see the picture?
2: Yeah. It, so uh, huh. sorry, it's a uh, state representative Craig Williams.
6: Okay, Craig Williams. Where is he from?
2: I have no. Concha idea. you're it. from Conchaque, Casey. This is all I have. Okay. It was just this picture. So right. it's
0: just a picture of the
6: guy. It's
2: it. It's just a picture of the guy.
6: He is either from Conchaque or he's from Bucks right. County. I okay. think. Okay. All
2: right. All right. We got. Let's look him up. I'll we, look got, him up. we
6: have to look him up because, <laughs> yeah, well, that's what he does. He um, he sees something, right? It's like a Rorschach test. Yep, yeah. I, he I see he, a butterfly riding a motorcycle. When he was driving, he he was like, uh, "What did he see?" Because uh, Jackson did uh, he endorsed uh, Fogo, right? yeah, yeah. And so there was a picture. There was a we passed by a Fogo to show. And he's like, taking pictures of Jackson. I'm like, okay. You know? So that's what he... That's, that's what adorable, though. It really is yeah. adorable because he's always thinking of other people. I can see like, him really sitting really
5: there in the front seat next to you drinking his green muchacho, <laughs> which uh, is actually a macchiato.
2: No, so right. this guy serves portions of Chester and Delaware counties. case.
5: Oh, wow. All right. Well, you know what? If it, Sometimes Jackie's listening. Maybe he's asleep by now. But if he could explain what that's about, we'd really appreciate it.
0: Okay. Okay. My Zoom, uh, uh, here, there you go. Kathy was frozen there for a second, but now I have you back. Okay. I miss you guys. What was that? That's her frozen. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, we miss you too. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, I I saw that, obviously, with, um, you know, Thanksgiving on Thursday, getting ready for the holiday, uh, which is going to be interesting because we're trying to quarantine from uh, the other family members uh, here how we're going to go about, Making the meal so, and that whole thing. How's that going to break out? Because you had you had plans that were actually fairly, not elaborate,
5: but you had all these things in oh. play. Yeah. That yeah. all was come to screeching halt.
0: We were going to have another uh, couple who were, you know, uh, alone this time of year to come over and join us. So that's not going to happen. And, uh, yeah, and, and Carter made it known. He's like, I don't want to do the cooking. So I was uh-huh. like, okay. So I, I, we got to, I don't know. We'll figure it out. But uh, we'll mask up and we'll... Uh, Would you... Uh, We'll handle that. It's probably too late to arrange to get something catered, right? Um, as far yeah, because as... we we ordered a fresh turkey anyway. Oh, you and, you, and you strangled gotta, it yourself. We have to. Carter's got to go pick it up today. Yeah, we went to Strangle Farms. <laughs> uh, no, actually, we went to Bolton Farms, and uh, so we have to pick that up today. And, and you know, yeah. So we're not going to waste that. How,
5: so how fun. do you do that? Yeah. So who will do the cooking? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Figure it out.
0: Figure it out
6: later I, on. We'll probably. Oh wait. Uh, I was going to say are you. Uh, I don't even know what you guys are going to do. Uh, what was your was, question going to be? Well, I was going to say, "Are you guys aren't going to eat together as a family? Will you be in separate?" Yeah, room? yeah. They're you can face Well, I mean, yeah. listen, the we can do that. For some reason, my family, uh, we all got COVID and we all got it around different holidays. So it's um, adorable. My, my daughter got it for Christmas last year. Yeah, that's you know that was her Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Well,
0: you guys did something really sweet though. You had uh, you had Christmas in the garage, right?
6: Yeah. Well, we put her in the garage. I said we had a. Um, We had uh, a tree that we weren't using. It was a kind of old beat-up tree that really belonged in the trash. But I was able to set the tree up uh, in the garage. We had all these extra Christmas lights and wreaths and stuff like that. So, I mean, we put it together real quick uh, and set her up in the the garage. Um, And then, you know, eventually they they ended up going down the shore, just sort of like isolate or whatever. But, you know, we, we did what we could. It still sucked. Yeah, and still, you know, um, it was, you know, pretty lousy and sad and stuff. But then uh, around uh, Easter is when my other daughter got it. And then my wife got it uh, like Labor Day, you know, so she wasn't able to be down the she shore. She couldn't have your Labor Day dinner together.
5: Well, yeah. you know, it was the last,
6: week- <laughs> last weekend down the shore. But right,
5: right, yeah. right.
0: But that was, you know, you guys, you pivoted. Yeah. You you, uh, you, you made it work, which is cool. Yeah. You made lemonade yeah. out of lemons. Mm-hmm. That's what you did. All right. Well, anyhow, for those of you who are uh, planning on on Thanksgiving, going anywhere, thinking that places might be open, I do have a list of um, stores that will be open on Thanksgiving. That can accommodate? All right. Because, you know, uh, that for a while, it was
5: everything. Everything was open. They're yeah. really going nuts. that's when like things like Black Friday uh, you wanted to feed into that uh quicker now I, I think that's sort of diluted a little bit, so some stores adopted the you know what we're going to just let the families. Yeah. enjoy each
3: other, and that's a cool thing. When I worked at uh, McDonald's I agree. when I was in high school, there were only two days where the McDonald's was closed. Uh, it was uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas. Really? And uh, I don't know if McDonald's are now open on, on Thanksgiving or not, but it was, a good question. it was nice to have everybody could have th- those two days off, and they were paid holidays, so, uh, but I don't know if that's still the case. For years, yeah. my wife worked, um, and she'd work at a place that was kind
5: of the... The place where families would go called the Milleridge in Long Island, and and uh, families would go and have their Thanksgiving dinners there. It was kind of a family tradition for a lot of families. So she'd be working. So what we would do is, when she was done, we would go to a diner that we loved, and we would get turkey burgers. That's cool. And then we, you know, we'd have Thanksgiving later on down the thing. So that became a tradition.
0: But yeah, yeah, just, some places are open. I- I guess some people do have the 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 tradition of of uh, of, of not of you know like Kathy did at Guppies like uh, catering yeah. uh, right for- right. <laughs> Uh, Thanksgiving, rather. Than, I've I've some friends that uh, that traveled. It's just their the the uh, nuclear family. It's just that uh, they have one son, so it's a you know mom and dad and son, and they go every year to this resort, ah. and and that's their thing, which is kind of the antithesis of the standard Thanksgiving everybody get together thing. But it's their thing; it's their tradition. Is so. it
5: a uh, swingers resort or just a? Uh, it is not uh, a swinger.
0: No, they take their son with them. Yeah, it of course. Is not a swingers resort. Uh, <laughs> uh, he is room. an adult now, yeah. but uh, no, it's in uh, it's in Georgia. And it's nicer. It's usually a little bit warmer. And uh, so they do that every year. Uh, But anyhow, yeah, Steve, after the pandemic, Target was one of the first retailers to announce that they would continue uh, to be permanently closed on Thanksgiving Day, uh, even after the world had opened back up. Similarly, Walmart stores were closed uh, for Thanksgiving 2020 for the first time since the late 1980s. Uh, Since then, the retailer has continued this pattern. And so, Walmart stores will be closed for Thanksgiving this year as well,
5: which is kind of amazing. They will be open now. Do they, on the flip side, open that much earlier? Kathy, is Black Friday as much as what used to be?
2: Well, it's not what it used to be, but right. um, is I, it
5: still six a.m. or eight a.m. opening and all that stuff for well, a lot of these places?
2: So when Target did this and they stopped opening on Thanksgiving, yeah, then they had the they went back to the early morning hours because right. there are still um, doorbusters. Like there's still things that you can only get in store uh, while they last and not you know online. Do they, they have online sales and and you know maybe even what you're getting you know in the store? Yes, but if it sells out. That's it. So some people, I don't think the Lions are nowhere near what they used to be. How they were wrapping around the stores and they'd put out, you know, the, the ropes and all that. I don't think it's that at all. Well,
5: hey, uh, Riske has early morning nutbusters, Preston, which is a uh, okay. their okay. version of the doorbusters. Uh, speaking
3: right. of Walmart, have you guys seen the Office Space commercial with Diedrich Bader? He's playing the, the Lawrence character that he <laughs> yes. played in Office Space. Yeah, and and uh, like he he talks about getting two deals at the same time, man. And like it's the it's that exact mm-hmm. character from Office Space from you know twenty three years ago. It's really really funny it's a great Walmart commercial
0: oh well let me hit a couple of these stories. you know right. uh we're gonna have Peter Billings again on here in just a minute or two um but let me let me give you the stores that will be open and some of them are ones that you would expect uh it says here that 711s <laughs> will be open uh that varies by location uh now this isn't a like a regional article that I read this is a national thing so the Wawa's not on here I assume that Wawa's are open wah-wahs on are open. Thanksgiving Day. Now, yeah. Some
5: some have more limited hours now, but that's only I think um, also staffing as well as some areas where it might be a little uh, crime problematic. But yeah, it, it,
6: most of them will be open. They're always you always rely on a Wawa, yeah, uh, they, as they, a go to. Uh, maybe they close at like dinner time, but uh, but they are definitely open. By the way, that, uh, that the turkey uh,
0: hoagie, that um, the gobbler, the, the gobbler.
4: gobbler,
6: yeah, <laughs> that works for me, yeah. man, absolutely.
0: Uh, then you have, a uh, CVS is going to be open 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Dollar General will be open, 8 to 10. Uh, Dollar Tree will be open, 8 to 10. Family Dollar. So anything that's uh, involving the, uh, transaction of a dollar will be open. That will be open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Uh, varied by locations for Family Dollar. Five Below will be open. Uh, but it varies by location. So, okay. okay. Uh, Michael's, the craft store, is apparently Ooh. open on Thanksgiving Day. That's interesting. Ooh, the so crafty. I need that's to bedazzle. One,
2: that's one that gets wiped out. Like if you don't get there Christmas or uh, Thanksgiving, you know, on Thanksgiving or or Black Friday, like their stuff gets wiped
0: out. Huh. Uh Then you have uh, Old Navy, nine a.m. to nine p.m.
2: And they always uh, have some sort of doorbuster where you get like a free something if you shop in store.
0: Okay. Uh, Rite Aid. Okay. varies by location so you Walgreens drugs varies by location and uh Whole Foods varies <laughs> by location Have you ever had to purchase a
5: last minute gift when you're like around the, around Christmas from like a CVS or something yeah. Sure yeah, you get yeah. the Whitman I sampler
0: yeah in particular but yes I do remember having to go and and you know yeah go to a CVS go to a a, a pharmacy that's open to get something yeah um, uh, Casey, you have your hand up in the air. Does that mean? Does that mean our guest is on the line? He is on the line. Oh, excellent! All right, since I'm at home, I have to uh, I have to go with hand signals here. But uh, listen, um, we were so excited when we saw the news uh, that this movie uh, was in existence and is now available, actually, for you to check out on HBO Max. Uh, it's a continuation of the beloved story, a Christmas story, obviously, and the one and only. Uh, Peter Billingsley yeah. is on the line now, so let's bring him on board. Peter, good morning. Good morning, guys. Hey, congratulations, man. This is, uh, I never thought this would happen. This has had to be, people have had to have been working on this project for years and years and years. Am I correct about
10: that? Yeah, well, it's kind of crazy when you think it. it's been 39 years. 39. Since the year movie came out. Which not nuts, so I was looking it up. I think it might be the longest sequel with a returning cast in cinema history. Uh, And it was definitely getting to the point of a little bit of now or never, I think. Um, But we have been... You know, the first one took nearly 12 years to get made. Nobody wanted to make that movie. And the guys had to throw in their salaries, director and writer, to get it made. It was a low-budget movie. Um, Didn't do that great when it first came out. And then slowly built an audience over time. So... We've been on this one about four years, so certainly not twelve, but um, okay. definitely wanted to take the time to get it right.
5: Uh, you know, uh, Peter. Uh, so obviously, the movie has become uh, iconic, and it's something that just I think already they've started playing it around the clock. Uh, you know, uh, occasionally. I know uh, it's, it's it's a lot. It was
10: a little early this year. <laughs> I thought, and
5: I saw, I watched the movie. I very much enjoyed it because it sits right in that in that pocket. You, d- what I really appreciate is that. You're, um, there's there's not an over reliance on on the past. You 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 pay right. tribute to it, but the story evolves. And I had the the, the joy of seeing Gene Shepard uh, speak one time and 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 you know talk about That's his childhood. Cool. It was so amazing. And um and your the way the story works out is is wonderful because Darren McGavin, who passed away, is, was the old uh, man, and uh, that yeah. sort of sparks the whole. Um, a story getting everyone together, the fact that you <laughs> as you said, this cast reuniting was everyone immediately in, or did you have to do some some um, hunting down and locating these people
10: well no we 'd all kind of kept in touch we hadn 't been together in the same room. Um, all at once for a very long time, really, until we did this film. But I think everybody, you know, they wanted to see the script and kind of make sure because there's been some bad ideas. You know, sequels, unfortunately, in our business have not been fantastic when they kind of do the old, hey, we're getting the band back together. All right. Let's see. And they don't (laughs) often turn out great. So I think everyone kind of knew that in the group. But we knew that we had something that felt right after we had really worked on developing where are these guys now? Ralphie's, as a dad with his own family, as you said, I think having some restraint in moving back. You want to give audiences, you know, yes, the bunny suit makes a very small cameo, uh, but certainly doesn't have as significant of a part as it did in the original. There's other things. um, And just that, that kind of notion of as a kid, what you really want is the perfect Christmas gift, but as a grown-up, what you really want is for your kids to have the perfect Christmas. So that's kind of Ralphie's new quest.
5: Well, the the, the beauty of the first one is that it was timeless, the, though it takes place, you know, certainly of a time. This is also a yeah. period piece. This takes place in the 70s. 1973. Right, yeah, exactly uh, which makes yeah. sense. And then what you've oh. done is you've recalibrated. Uh, Higbe'es is still uh, in effect. However, the toys now are the Easy Bake Oven mm-hmm. and things mm-hmm. of that nature. So, yeah. uh, f- for it, I could connect on that level because that was my, you know, that was my zone. Uh, and so catching that as well was, was a really nice development. And I think also the symmetry of the story, what, what it becomes, because you're you're kind of charged with this conundrum of writing the obituary for the old man, the dad who passed away. And I believe the, the original story on Christmas, uh, there was a story that Gene Shepard wrote called The Old Man, I believe, correct? You're right, yeah. Well, I, so
10: Gene Shepard wrote a, a lot of stories. Short stories, which were basically the basis of a Christmas story. That and his radio shows, um, the BB gun being one of them, the uh, Bumpus Hands eating the turkey being one of them, the <laughs> on the flagpole being another. And they strung them all together as a series of vignettes and then kind of had the overarching story of the gun is sort of the A story, if you will. That's really what you're following. Um, And so we kind of did a modeled it in a similar way. We optioned a lot of Gene's books for this. So Gene's written tons of stuff. So a lot of the narration that you hear in the movie is the same as Gene Shepard's words. Again, that sort of just goes back in the bucket of we really wanted to try to feel for audiences to feel that they're really back safely in this world. We built 11 houses back on old Cleveland Street. So we built the Parker House, the Bumpus House next door. (laughs) <laughs> we built nine other houses around in that neighborhood so that we could shoot around and really feel like you're kind of transported back in time. That's great.
0: Uh, hey, uh, I wanted to ask, uh, Peter, when when playing Ralphie when you were a kid, um, if, if you yeah. were just – If you were just being a kid, were you being a version of you? uh, Or did you really have to pull at your acting chops at that time? And if so, uh, if if you were just being a kid, are you now just being Peter as kind of an adult with a little bit of Ralphie? Or, you know, how how does that play out as far as the, the acting perspective?
10: Well, for sure, I think there's always a part of you that goes into the roles. But, I mean, Ralphie was probably a little more conniving... Than I was. I mean, okay. he's a little more of a smart ass than I was. Kind of, you know, I mean, the dude's lying to his family. He's kind of hustling his way to try to get to a gun. Um, uh-huh. it's one of the things I really loved about that movie when I had some distance. It's a very real family. Um, the relationships feel very real. Um, so there's certainly a part of you in it um but you know it was an odd movie as an actor i had done a lot i started two and a half so i had done a few things by then but all that narration was very little dialogue and i remember the director was reading it to me on set and i was just thinking like man i hope this movie works this seems really strange i'm having to act all these like voices on set you know
5: it's it's great because flake schwartz uh, grover dill scott farkas everyone's in it everyone and makes an appearance absolutely everyone makes an appearance and and what happens is is that you're, there's there's logical <laughs> Progressions. Everything feels right. right to the way the characters have evolved, and uh, and so there's uh, there's a, there's a, a general good feeling. As you were writing this, uh, as you were, I know you wrote the story, yeah. uh, and uh, mm-hmm. as the script was coming together, did everyone have input on their characters, or was it um, you know uh, they they were just kind of given their their uh, character direction?
10: Sure. I mean, early on, you know, these guys are as much as I'm associated with Ralphie. In many ways, the other actors are associated really strongly, publicly, with Flick and Schwartz, right, and Scott. So we had a basic idea. It was pretty cool to think of, okay, where's Scott Farkas? 30 years later, where are Flick and Schwartz? Where's Randy, Ralphie's brother? <laughs> so we had an idea of, of who we wanted to create, but for sure we involved them, because for them, stepping back into the role is kind of just as iconic for them as it was in many ways for me. So we wanted to involve them. It was cool, you know, a big change. We shot this original movie in Cleveland. Uh-huh. Thing we shot this one in Bulgaria. What? So that was kind of a big wow. Yeah, I mean, I know, right? <laughs> so that's kind of the economies of Hollywood nowadays, and the availability of stage base and all that stuff. So the good thing was. We were pretty isolated, so we had nothing to do but work. So when they came over um, on the weekends, it was like, let's go through the scenes, let's go through the scripts, uh, let's make adjustments, let's rehearse. So we were able to spend a lot of time working and kind of getting some of their thoughts that they had on their characters. Um, But that also afforded us the opportunity to, as I said, build the 11 houses. Like you probably saw in the movie, the radio. We couldn't source that thing. And these, the Bulgarians are tremendous Craftsmen, so they just built
5: it. I swear to God, I thought you were on the same. I I thought you were on the same. It looked, I could not tell. It looked, I would never have pegged it as Bulgarian.
10: Yeah. Now we showed him a picture, and, and I remember the guy's like, we can build that. Wow. Really?
4: <laughs>
5: it's and uncanny.
10: It's like, almost the next day, it's done <laughs> to scale and detail. The furniture, same thing. We had a hard time sourcing it. They found a piece of fabric like it. They built it. So that was amazing. And That's that was insane. Because <laughs> we wanted that level of detail, and Bob Clark, the director, really brought that. in. the first one, you know, with the Zeppelin and the toys. yeah. And, yeah. All this stuff, as you said, it's, it's not our generation, but it just felt right. It felt cool, yeah. Um, and so we really, it was, it was obviously important for us to recreate that in this one.
9: Well, I got to tell you,
6: um, you know, I watched it last night with my wife, and uh, it, I, 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 I loved it. Um, the, the crazy thing is, and I just came to this realization during this interview, but A Christmas Story is probably the movie that I have seen the most in my life because I wa- I literally 47 years old and I've watched it every year yeah. since 1980 multiple, multiple times, times. Yeah. but right. what's crazy multiple is times, yeah, <laughs> what's crazy <laughs> is comparison. there's a moment in that movie that that makes me tear up every single time I see it and it's and it's really really subtle but it's when your character is putting the BBs in the gun and Darren yeah. McGavin is sitting there on on the on the uh couch you know just kind of like miming yeah. like you know how, how don't, don't spill them. You know, don't spill it all yeah. and like all I, just, over. I, I don't know what it is but like that wells me up every single time and and last night my wife likes to make fun of me when she catches me crying <laughs> during a movie and I, so i have to be very very subtle but there were a lot of like moments where i just got i listen yeah. i lost my father eight years ago and so there was a little bit of that with Darren with your father uh in the movie um, so maybe that had a little bit to do with it. But there were just other really touching moments. And what I really, really appreciated was that I was surprised. I thought I saw a, a couple of things coming during the plot. that, and, and when it didn't turn out the way I thought, I was so um, pleasantly surprised and happy. They
5: avoided right. the obvious. You yeah, like, like with, with Scott of, Farkas. Yeah, yeah. There, were, there were things that you, yeah, and that's that's cool, too. It makes it interesting watching.
6: But it was a touching movie, and, and it definitely, you know, it, it brought a tear to my eye as as somebody who was, who is a son and, and who is now a father. I, I, it definitely hit all the, all the right notes.
10: Well, thanks. Yeah, for sure. i you know, say in many ways it's an homage to Darren, to Darren McGavin. I think himself the actor, to the old man, that character. Yeah. Um, and really kind of the dads everywhere. And there was a pretty special relationship with Ralphie. You know, you talk about that scene with the BBs. Ralphie asked his mom, he asked Santa, he asked his teacher for the gun. The only person he didn't ask in that movie was his dad.
4: Yeah. And that's the
10: one who got it for him. So it's that's just sort of magical kind of connection. And so I think for Ralphie, there was a lot of pressure in this one to host Christmas, to fill those big shoes. And with that comes a little more emotion, a little more nostalgia, plus... He's older. He's a little more reflective. So there's definitely shades of emotion that are a little more in the movie. But there's also some pretty good comedy. And, oh, they, there's, um, the, as the, I said, you know, given the kind of pressure going in, we're really, really happy with where things landed. The, the,
5: the fact that Randy, who's really is the most awkward and, and shy, ends up being this sort of international businessman. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>
10: now, <I'm laughs> kinda cool. but isn't that the truth? It's Sometimes the shyest, yeah. the ones that are smallest and meek, you realize is like, this dude's like a billionaire baller. <laughs> <like, "What?" laughs> so, but it's kind of true. It's sort of, you never know. You kind of can't judge these kids at that age. So it was fun to think about maybe just twisting a little bit where the expectations might be of them and certainly not reprising. And, you know, I don't want to give away anything where Scott's concerned, but it's certainly not, you know, the obvious would be, all right, they're going to fight again, but yeah. they're grown-ups. No, you know. No, you, it's got, you, you guys didn't really happen that way.
5: You guys did a great job and put it right Good. in the pocket. And I think it's a, it'll be a
0: perfect companion this year to uh, A Christmas Story. Well done. Uh, and, I and, appreciate and it, it. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was hallowed ground that you were messing with, so I'm happy that it, that it came out the way it did. Thank you so much, Peter. Congratulations on the success of this. We'll send people in the direction of HBO Max. Have a great Thanksgiving and Christmas. All right, Peter.
6: Thank you so much. He
5: hung up already.
0: Oh, now. he's gone. All right, Peter Billingsley. Hey,
5: you're my favorite show, guys. <laughs> wow, Peter's like that.
0: I've not seen it yet. I want to. I want to wait um, till uh, the gang and I can sit down and watch it because that that became, uh, you know, when they started doing the marathon, it became this kind of thing that's uh, that's a a companion now every single year without question. Like we don't miss it. We will we will have to do one run through at least one, oh, oh, those a complete intact, and then you can catch yep. it multiple times. There's something yep. that they bring
5: up in the movie, Preston. In case you saw it last night and i wondered if this is a thing that that sparked a memory with you preston so uh, the he has this um he has a plymouth i think they're driving the family's driving and uh the radiator keeps leaking yes. and so he does a thing where they take a raw egg and put it into the radiator and it helps slow the leak really? i never heard about that but he says no. it was like a like a midwestern yeah quick fix you Had no. you ever heard of that
6: yeah. No, I was not familiar with that. Yeah, he
0: cracks the egg and just and dumps Puts it, it right in
6: into the radiator.
0: Wow. Yeah. And I, like I, I, I do remember having to to, to fuss with the radiator before and having cars. I mean, you, you don't really see that no. anymore. Cars that overheat, but I do remember being terrified. At uh, at having to take that radiator cap off. Oh my God! Was hot, you were because told the word was it would explode all over you, right? Y- your battery would explode when you use jumper yeah. cables, and your radiator right. would explode. And <laughs> right, right. your so yep. you were
5: uh, terrified of both those things. But yeah, I'd never heard of that. But I guess I guess because of the uh, what the viscosity, I guess you'd call it, or the, uh, the it, it might find its way to the opening and
6: yeah.
0: slow the uh, the leak. And then the best part yeah. is you have a cooked egg to eat at the end. <laughs> right, just suck it oh, out the know. tailpipe. <laughs> I remember in Red Dawn they. Peed in the radiator, yes. I don't know if you remember that or not. Yes, you could. That that yeah. would
6: work. Any liquid,
0: ostensibly, I would, would so. work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but Hot uh, Piss.
6: Yeah, so this one is the, is going to make its way into my regular rotation of Christmas movies. Yeah. Hot Piss. <laughs> 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 I'll tell you this. He, he he was
5: talking about the the sequels were pretty terrible. I mean, the, the Melinda Dillon is not in this one. The, it's Julie Haggerty who's playing uh, the, right. the mom, and she does a fine job. She does. But to see those. Um, you know those faces and uh i think there case, was i think the fact that they undersold it a bit makes it work better it's hard to live in the shadow of a christmas story
0: i never saw one but there was one with charles grodin right where he played the old yeah, man yeah and it was I, I heard it was bad so never i never watched it, it. yeah, yeah
5: cuz ralphie was played by ron jeremy that's
0: yeah, weird. and oh, that was just it was God. a bad it casting even
5: have blue eyes. yeah
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyhow, I'm gonna I'm gonna give that one a shot uh, eventually at some point uh, between now and uh, and Christmas, obviously. But we got to get Thanksgiving uh, underway first. So um, let us take a quick break. Come back in a second, and we'll share some bizarre file stories when we return on the Preston and Steve Show. Stay with us. happy to pass along the results of Camp Out for Hunger. You raised over 2.8 million pounds of oh, Half million pounds more than last year. Money raised, going to fill abundance. $1,078,254. That's astonishing. And a reminder, you can still donate at your local Acme. Yes. everyone stepped up in
8: incredible fashion. Absolutely. (laughs) Camp Out for Hunger would not be possible without the generosity of you and our partners. Event Quip, Philly Photo and Film, Town Square Rentals, Pods, Moving and Storage, Bowder Audio, and Newman University. Diversity Videography. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger. Powered in part by Beanbow Bakeries USA. Pepsi, Dunkin' and Stauffer. 93.3 WMMR. Putting
4: Philly first.
0: What say we do the bizarre fight?
4: Bizarre.
0: WMMR presents Preston and Steve's bizarre. Bizarre. bizarre file. All right, starting with this story. And I like the excitement, Steve. I, I like to amp it up a little bit. A convicted felon was arrested after he allegedly shot his mother's boyfriend following a physical fight over a dispute about a salad. Uh-huh. Yes, this so was he, in talk uh, And he's in jail right now? Uh, let's see. I assume he is, yes. I'm he was incarcerated, Lloyd.
5: <laughs> over a salad,
0: Lloyd. It was a Waldorf. Rondell K. Jamison was charged with an aggravated battery with a firearm. Where are the Police responded To a car crash on Wednesday morning, and they found a woman driving the vehicle and the woman's boyfriend in the passenger seat. The man who was bleeding had been shot. The two told officers that they were driving to the medical center. The victim, who was in his mid 40s, told officers that Jamison had shot him at their residence. The hospital confirmed the victim had been shot in the elbow and left hip with the bullet being lodged in his hip. Police had responded to the residence where the woman, her boyfriend, and the woman's son, Jameson, uh, where they all lived together. Jameson exited the residence and was placed into custody. Uh, Officers cleared the apartment to ensure that no other victims were inside. They spotted a gun on the floor. Jameson admitted to the police that he and the victim got into a physical fight over a salad. (laughs) A kerfuffle. The victim... Also confirmed that he and Jameson got into a fight over a salad, and what the kind fight of salad? lasted. I think it was the Olivia Munn salad or the Olivia oh. Wild salad. Oh Steve. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the fight lasted several minutes, and the victim fled from the residence without his shoes. Uh, the victim saw Jameson's mother pull up to the apartment complex and began telling the woman what happened. Jameson allegedly exited the residence and began walking toward the two while armed with a gun. That was it. He'd had enough, enough of the no, salad crap. Me. I can't find one baby carrot in this thing. Jameson's mother tried to stop her son as he approached the vehicle, but he pushed her way and shot the vehicle. Maybe he hated radishes. That could be know. it. Yeah. That's
8: uh, all you Jameson need to like is that match. a convicted felon
0: and does not have a firearm owner's identification card or a concealed carry license. Is there a specific
5: salad prison they send criminals like this?
0: I would think yeah, so. At yeah. some place there's a whole produce division, you there's know. There's a lot of salad tossing. <laughs> oh my god. A man is being charged with operating under the influence after allegedly parking a truck in two parking spots that were designated for state police. Mm. Troopers returning from a uh, from training to the state police Weston barracks, by the way. Uh, mm. Mm. And well they found an F-150 truck parked across two spaces perpendicular to the lines designated for the cruiser parking around 3.30 a.m. Uh, two men were found asleep in the truck with the keys inside when troopers woke them up. Uh, the driver allegedly tried to put the truck into gear multiple times after the failed attempt. Uh, the men opened up their doors, and the driver agreed to perform field sobriety test and was charged with operating under the influence of liquor. But he happened to pull <laughs> into the parking spots and park on them perpendicularly where the troopers were supposed to be. All right, this is... uh, Listen how stupid this is. Uh, Heather Wallace's oldest son, eight-year-old Aiden, was driving his two brothers crazy in the car as they all returned from karate one afternoon. Wallace asked Aiden to walk the rest of the way home. It was about a half a mile in a quiet, suburban Waco, Texas neighborhood uh, so that he could calm down. And for this... She was arrested, handcuffed, and thrown in jail. What? Uh, Yeah, she was charged with endangering a child, a felony, carrying a mandatory minimum of two years in prison. What? Uh, She said it brought us into a deep trauma. She is finally able to speak out after completing a six-month pre-trial diversion program to get the charges dropped. But her arrest remains on the books, easily searchable by employers, which is disastrous for someone with a bachelor's degree in education. So here's how it unfolded. Uh, Aiden the kid agreed to walk home after all it was something he had done many times there are sidewalks the entire way and practically zero traffic but 15 minutes later two cops knocked on Wallace's door her son was in the patrol car and another officer was parked across the street a woman one block away one block away from their house had called the cops to report a boy walking outside alone. That lady had actually asked Aiden where he lived, verified that it was just down the street, and then proceeded to call the cops nonetheless. They picked up Aiden to, on his own block. As soon as, as they, uh, they stood on her porch, the officers told Wallace that her son could have been kidnapped, napped, and sex trafficked. Uh, he said, the police officer said, you don't much see sex trafficking where you are, but where I patrol in downtown Waco, we do. Uh, and that statement struck her as odd. She said they were basically admitting that this is a safe neighborhood. Uh, the officer then asked Wallace whether she would let her son walk home again now that she knew about the sex trafficking. And she says, uh, I still didn't know that it was illegal. So I said, I don't know. And that's when the cop replied, OK, I'm going to have to arrest you now. Oh and he proceeded God. to do so in front of the kids, handcuffing Wallace behind her back. Is it in fact uh, illegal? All- I don't know. Yeah. All in all, it was about three hours from the time the cops showed up uh, to the time that they drove Wallace to the McLennan County Jail, where she was locked up. The next day, her husband uh, paid her three three hundred dollars bail, and they ended up going home. But there was some sort of ordinance that is a technicality that they may have been playing on, or something like that. But I mean, it was it's a half mile. <laughs> there's sidewalks. It's on their block. Yeah. And She got arrested for that and charged. Yeah. As and well, now it's so. affecting her future. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. All right, let's see. How about uh, this story? A strange, uh, I'm sorry, a search and rescue operation involving a military helicopter took a strange twist on Sunday afternoon in British Columbia when a 35 year old man was arrested for interfering in the rescue effort. Search and rescue says it received a call about a paraglider who had crashed onto Mount Paul. Well, according to police, Simon Hergett who later said that uh, in an email that he was at the location after being alerted to the situation by a friend, grew impatient after joining the search and rescue team members as they hiked up the mountain. Harget became verbally abusive when the team didn't take the route he suggested. Uh, he's also a paragliding enthusiast, and he said that he hurried to Mount Paul and got there before the search and rescue team. And he said he ran up the mountain, and from the summit, he found the location of the crash victim. Hergett said that he was able to communicate with the victim, whom he identified as a young Swiss man named Quentin. Hergett said that he headed back down the mountain in hope to help, uh, that help us on the way. Halfway down, he met the search and rescue team. He said that he told the search and rescue members that he had located the down paraglider and tried to direct them to the safe possible route, which wouldn't endanger him uh, of rockfall. Uh, Herget said the uh, team was moving slowly, and I impressed upon them how serious uh, it was, and they needed to move fast uh, because the paraglider would be wouldn't be staying warm for long as his plan was uh, as his pain was increasing. I uh, eventually returned to the base of the mountain where the uh, Royal Canadian Mounted Police took him into custody because they had called in a police helicopter, and he was saying, "No, you need to go do this right now." So they got him for interfering with the rescue <laughs> yeah, right. for whatever reason. That's another reason, goofy I don't one. Know. I know. It is another goofy one. So um, do we have time for one more, Casey? No, we do not. Uh. And that is all we have in the bizarre file for you today, dear friend. So, all right. Uh, you know what? Let's do some more Christmas miracle yes. giveaway yes. passes. Uh, we'll take three callers right now. First three callers, 215-263-WMMR. The event, the event is coming up on the 21st of December. We will be at Parks Casino in Ben Salem in the Excite Center. And we would like you to be there. Uh, The caveat is you need to be at least 21 years of age. You have to be there by 6 a.m. And you have to be a big fan of this particular radio program, The Preston and Steve Show, because the game we will play that morning has to do with trivia about our show. It's a uh, a way to say thank you for... Uh, Loyal listeners and great prizes to be given away, and we'll have a great time. But if you get called to be in the contest, we want to make sure that you know a thing or two. So we'll take those three callers at 215-263-WMMR. It's a Miller Lite Ugly Sweater Edition. Make sure you dress appropriately, and we will see you there. We're going to take a break. Come back in just a second.
8: Stay with us. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com.
0: Hey, Window Nation brings the best of the home show savings right into your home. You can get two free windows with every two you buy with no limit, plus pay no interest for 60 months. Go to WindowNation.com slash home show and use their free virtual visualizer to see how their window options will look on your home. But hurry, these once a year home show savings end soon. Get two windows free with every two you buy and pay no interest for five full years. Call today, 866-90Nation or go to WindowNation.com slash home show
8: now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: Don't forget our Word of the Week prize this week is a short one. Obviously, a three-day work week this week. We will give that away uh, tomorrow on the program, $250 gift certificate from our friends at Squeezed.com. So we'll get ready for that uh, at the end of the show, getting the letter of the day. In the meantime, something else to give away. we got to do a lesson question. Uh, We are giving away a four-pack of tickets to experience the magic of the season at uh, the Tinseltown Holiday Spectacular, and uh, that's at the Expo Center at Oaks. Uh, Nick, I'm going to have to ask you to pose a question to our listeners this morning, please.
3: All right. Later in his career, Gary Oldman will be endorsing which kinds of products? Uh, as his career winds down, okay. Gary Oldman's going to be endorsing which kind of products? Uh, 215-263. The name,
0: the name brand product or?
3: Well, either or.
0: All right. Well, we'll take one other, yeah. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. And while you call, we will do the trash. Here we go. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR
1: with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash.
6: All right, and the trash this morning is brought to you by Horizon Services. Purchase a new heater from Horizon Services Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing and get up to $1,700 back with zero down and zero payments until 2024. Book fast at horizoneasybook.com. And then, Preston, you can take it from there. Hey, Steve, what's up this morning? Hey, Preston and Casey.
5: (laughs) 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 <laughs> uh, well, more information coming out about why Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde ended their relationship. Apparently, Wilde had begun talking marriage recently, while Styles had begun holding his hands over his ears yelling, I can't hear you. Hey! <laughs> Lifetime upping the ante against the Hormark Channel by including lovable dogs in their Christmas romance movies. First movie up for the holiday season will be My Christmas Bitch.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my f- <laughs> Yeah.
5: <laughs> and finally Meghan Markle's guest on her most recent podcast, Jamila Jamil, says she can't believe the amount of crap Markle has to put up with simply for being herself. Marco responded by admitting that she really wasn't listening.
0: <laughs> and that's your
5: Hollywood show. <laughs> All right,
0: thank you, Steve. So we need to know from the listeners, if you have an answer to this question, uh, Gary Oldman is retiring, and when he retires, he is going into endorsing which products? 215-263-WMMR. Casey, pull me out a winner there, Bobby.
6: Uh, well, that's so funny. Our listener's name is Bobby. Bobby!
0: Oh, that's perfect. Yes, seriously. Yes. All right, let me uh, let me go. Hey, Bobby. Good morning. What's up, brother? All right, buddy. All right. So, uh, Gary Oldman in his retirement will be endorsing what? The little blue
7: field.
0: <laughs> no. no, no, that's wrong. That oh, you can't guess. guess. Had to have been I mean, listening in order to know the answer to that. So let's go to another caller, and is it Cindy that we're going to go to? No, Casey? it's Tom. Okay. Close. No, thank you. Well, who is it? Uh, Tom. Oh, Tom. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, Tom. All right. So, Gary Oldman retiring, and what is he going to be endorsing? Hold on one second. Uh, you got to
6: hang on, press. He's uh, busy right now. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I guess yeah. so. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh my
7: Tom, God.
5: are you done now? Tom? Yes, Tom. Right. What's the
0: answer? <laughs> yeah, Tom. So, <laughs> what did he say? Gorilla glue or tape? Gorilla glue. Yes, or gorilla tape? glue. That is correct. Oh, it's just that easy. He had to. He had to check his notes. Yes, yeah. he keeps written down earlier today. And he needed to uh, do the uh, uh, peek at that. So uh, that means we got a winner, and we are going to set him up with a uh, four-pack of tickets to experience the magic of the season at the Tiltstown Holiday Spectacular. You can explore the larger than life illuminated sculptures at the Expo Center at Oaks and tickets are on sale now at tinseltownholiday.com let's do music news now,
1: Preston and Steve's music news on 93.3 WMMR
6: hey real quick press awesome. uh, before we get into the sponsor uh, Kathy is there a special Kathy code for that Tinseltown yeah
2: you know what if you use Kathy 20 you'll get a discount on that oh. Tinseltown
0: yeah oh okay Kathy 20 yes Kathy two zero, not T W E N T Y. Right,
2: like just think my age, Kathy. Yeah, twenty. Right. Okay. Yes, okay.
0: that'll make it easy yeah. to remember. Yeah. What, Thirty uh, years, years ago. Yeah. <laughs> all
6: right, and um, music news is brought to you by Family Jewelers and Family and Company Jewelers. Fill her stocking with the gifts she'll be showing off all year long. Visit them on Route. 70 in Marlton, New Jersey, or online at familyjewelers.com. They spell root R O O T, by the way. That's what I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah. Um, I know. So, online at familyjewelers.com, South Jersey's holiday diamond destination.
0: I think it's so it's pronounced yeah. correctly. Yeah. I think oh, that's okay. why they do that from yeah. time yeah, not to because time. it's a tree. Uh, <laughs> so, Monoskin, the band, has opened up about their upcoming album, which is titled Rush. The band reflected on the past year with Victoria and the band. Saying uh, it's been amazing, it's been a crazy year. We've done so many crazy things. The most important thing is, of course, the music. Uh, Now uh, we're getting closer and closer to releasing the record, and that's the most important thing. We can't wait to finally share it. When asked why they chose to name their band or their album Rush, Victoria said it was made in a rush, and this whole year has been a rush. We had like five hours to decide the title. And we thought that this is literally on point, so accurate. So it's not a tribute to the band Rush. It's not, unfortunately, a tribute to uh, the Canadian Power Trio Rush. Uh, But uh, she said it's like what's happening right now. I think it's the best word to sum up the last uh, year or two years of our lives. Uh, We always make such a huge amount of decision in a short amount of time. So we kind of live in a rush. Uh, We wake up in a rush. We eat in a rush. We wash in a rush. So I think it's the right word to sum up our life. So that's why they named it. So why did they call it Rush? Uh, (laughs) Willow Smith joined Smashing Pumpkins on stage during the finale of their Spirits on Fire tour on Saturday night. I didn't know they Uh, knew each other. No, I didn't either. Smith, who performs as Willow, uh, joined the band for their 1993 hit Cherub Rock at the Hollywood Bowl. Uh, The 22-year-old rocker showcased her guitar playing skills. Well, Billy Corrigan handled the lyrics. Uh, so well, I didn't well, even well, know she played guitar. Yeah. yeah so apparently they're friends. Uh, and then I have just one more story, and that's it. The Reunited Jane's Addiction welcomed ousted Red Hot Chili Pepper guitarist John Klingoffer on stage for a small set of their classics. Klingoffer, who has jumped on stage with the band previously and as recently as last month was on hand this past November, Uh, 12th during the band's joint gig with Smashing Pumpkins at Seattle's Climate Pledge Arena. com posted that Klingoffer, who now serves as a touring member of both Pearl Jam and Eddie Vedder's solo outfit, The Earthlings, performed on Ocean Size, Three Days, and Mountain Song. So a little jump-up jam session took place there. And that's all I really have. I didn't have much in uh, the way of music news today, but I'm passing that info along to you. We have some instruments uh, behind you. Do you want to unveil your rock opera that you've been working on? No, so I just, uh, yeah, I could reveal the rock opera. It's a story of a young man who uh, woke up one morning and uh, he found out that his tennis shoes or his sneakers uh, had turned into potatoes. Wow! Oh, uh, okay. So I'm, I'm working on that, but I'm, I'm just tater in the toes. beginning stages right now.
10: Yeah, tater toes. <laughs>
0: Anyway, so uh, that's it in music news, and we will take a break. And when we return, uh, Letter Day Word of the Week prize, turn it over to Pierre and all that good stuff. So stay there. We'll be back in a moment.
8: Stream WMMR anywhere you have an Internet connection. Listen on our mobile app or go to WMMR.com. It's kind of self-explanatory after that. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: Tuesday morning, Preston and Steve Radio Show. Uh, Day one of uh, yours truly at uh, the household. Um, Tested positive for COVID yesterday, so home, feel fine. Uh, Rochelle has it as well, not feeling as great, but nonetheless... uh, you know, tis what's tis as we're heading into the holidays. But uh, we'll do uh, this thing again tomorrow. But it worked out all right. We didn't have sure, any big problems fine. or anything like that. went pretty well. You, the flu is the thing that kicked your ass. Yeah, that was bad. That was gnolly. Um So we had a couple of guests on the program. I would like to thank Mr. Connor Barwin. Yeah. Connor's great. And his uh, Make-A-Wish, or not Make-A-Wish Foundation, his Make-The-World-Better Foundation. Yeah. Making uh, funds for this event that's coming... On the 26th, it is uh, a performance, a tribute, a Philadelphia tribute to the last waltz. A lot of great performers on board. Uh, Nick had mentioned earlier David in uh, Adam Wiener of uh, Lokakani, Don McCluskey, who we love to death, uh, and an entire band set up to uh, uh, celebrate that music and uh, to benefit the Make the World Better Foundation. You can get tickets at axs.com. Uh, and it was great to have Peter Billingsley on. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, plays Ralphie in A Christmas Story, Christmas. He's the original Ralphie from A Christmas Story, and uh, wonderful conversation with him. And uh, I know Steve and Casey give it the uh, the approval, so uh, I'm going to uh, watch that as we get a little bit closer. When I get the whole family sit down and, and check it out together. It would be cool to catch up with those characters again. Um, and we're going to say hi to somebody, but real quick, we need... Well, you know what? Yeah, let's go ahead and do that now. One of our interns is leaving us, and we are saying goodbye uh so we want to give some love to emily and welcome her to the studio hey. here for the it's last so time sad. i'm bummed out that i'm not there in person to say goodbye to you emily
11: i know i'm so sad
0: <laughs> yeah uh we have a great group of interns we haven't had like a full group for a while because obviously uh covid and and all the things that were uh you know and with that and limited numbers of uh of staff members we didn't have an internship uh, program that was in person they were all working at home and some people we never actually got to meet which, which sucks. sucks yeah but this group that we have now they're great it's Scalar. so cool to have students back and uh, and speaking of that uh Emily where uh, do you go to school
11: I go to Westchester and uh-huh. I'll be graduating a year early in May
0: Wow a year, a year early? early yeah yeah, I did How that. did that happen?
11: I just took extra classes, and some classes from um, high school transferred over. Well, that's pretty cool. Okay. Oh, you're a smarty right. pants, uh-huh. Right. Yeah. I would not say all that. So
5: they probably refer uh, to you as the new Kathy Romano over there, right?
2: <laughs> I did not. No, I went, I, did, I went four and a half years.
5: Ah, Kathy did it the other I, way.
2: I uh, enjoyed my time there very much. I did not want to leave. We uh, we contemplated uh, going another semester. We were like, are there any other classes maybe we could just like, throw in and stay for another sure, semester? Sure,
0: yeah. Uh, Emily, do you go to uh, do you go to Jake's? Is that a place for you to hit?
11: Uh, so I commute, so I'm not really up there that much. Okay. And are, are you even okay. 21 yeah. yet? No.
5: Wow, no. She's twenty one. Oh. She's finishing what early. Do do she's got what? all the she's got all the drive
0: that you left oh to check. she
2: totally could have used my Don Dur <laughs> ID because it, it 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 looks like her. Oh there you go. God.
0: Don Dur, that right. was the name.
2: Yeah, we we talked about this. Yes, Don Dur. Um it was a real ID. Girl lost it. Durr. My boyfriend at the time picked it up, Durr. handed it to me. He was like, This you can totally pass for this. And I used it for a really long time before I got it taken away. You were Don Dur. I was Don dur until the bouncer anyway. at the Rat took it from me. Oh man,
0: ding dirty dur, <laughs> ding dirty d- <laughs> Uh That that could be a uh, Christmas miracle question. Yes, right Don dur. Um, so uh, Emily, by the way, so uh, what, what uh, what's your major? What do you want to What do you want to do career wise if you uh, if you have a choice soon?
11: So I am in communications, uh, maybe production. I'm interested okay. in that.
5: Did you enjoy uh, the exposure to it here with uh, working on the show and everything?
11: Yeah, it was so much fun. It was a great experience. You guys are amazing.
0: Aww. Oh, thank you. And we have such a, a warm, comfortable green room uh, for you to sit in, too. <laughs> so right?
5: goddamn cold.
2: <laughs> She's colder than me.
0: Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> She's, like, freezing all the, time. all the time. I met her mom and dad uh, at the Food Trucks and Fireworks event, and they were really cool. They seemed to be very proud of you. Thank you. I um, can't believe yeah. you
6: graduated in three years. Like, who yeah. told
11: you to do that? <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: now you have to be a big crowd. I mean,
6: honestly, like, if I, could, drive. if I could do it all
0: over again, I would do what Nick did. Yeah. yeah. The seven-year Yes. Year plan. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Without question. That's yeah, pretty wild. Oh, my God. Um, all right, Emily. Anything uh, you want to leave with uh, as we send you off into the into the wild?
11: Nope. Just thank you guys so much. I appreciate it.
0: Uh, well, thank, great, you, thank you. Good luck. Good luck to you. Let's hear for Emily, guys. Yay. Great group of people, man. Absolutely,
5: and, and um, I think everyone came in to wish her a farewell today. All the other interns, yeah. even people really? not
0: working today. Yeah, yeah. Eric is here. Uh, yeah, Marissa was saying you it's know. a tight group. Yes. yes. Uh, nice. So that's that's awesome. Good for them. I love Here's it. Here's the deal. I uh, was. I, I call. Did I
6: ever call you Nicole to your face? By the way, Emily.
0: I did. I did.
4: She said yes. <laughs> oh my
6: god. I know your name's Emily. You just maybe look like a Nicole or something. I don't know. I. All right, so uh, my bad, Press. I, I was calling her Nicole. I pulled it. I pulled, a, I pulled a you.
3: <laughs> no, it's a, you know, and oddly enough, I knew her name. I corrected you. What the hell's going, going on bizarre. here?
5: Something's yeah. happening here. Yeah.
3: I actually think this semester, Preston knows all of the interns' names.
0: I do. Yeah, I'm a very dynamic. I, yep. yep, I know Emily and Gina and um, oh God damn it! Oh come got, on! No, you, you got, got, got it. It was come on. great, Annie. Yes. Annie, yeah. And uh, the, dude. the dude. You <laughs> the know it. Dude. Dude.
9: Eric. Uh, Sa-
6: it's Eric, right? Sancho. Yeah, yeah. And don't forget, yeah. Sasha, you Sasha? Yes. And don't forget yeah. Sasha. You forgot all about Sasha?
0: Shut up. <laughs> for a second. No. Yeah, I, yeah, I that is really this good for you, though. That's very
5: that's good excellent. for me. Very that, good. that shows you right. how memorable they are and how hard they are. And, uh, the, the work they put in and the camp out, they really helped a great deal. <laughs> and yep, they continue to.
0: Yep. Uh, let's see. We need. Oh, uh Tuesday. We yes, got to get a winner is. for that. Uh, so let's announce our winner. I do not have that info, but Casey does. I do, and
8: our winner
6: is Marijo Senek. and uh, Marijo is from Deptford, and uh, they have one. I don't know, uh, Marijo. That's a. Is that a guy? Do you think? Uh, quite possibly. Joe. Marijo. Uh, okay. Mary Joe. Marizio. What if it's Mary Joe? What if it's Mauricio? It's,
2: how does it
4: spell? M
6: a r i j o.
4: Yeah, that's Mary could Mary be
6: jo. Or just oh, no, it's, Mary Jo. It's is it Mary Mon- Jo? Mary Jo. Yes. Okay, Mauricio. No. Mauricio. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hang on. In my defense, the J yeah, is dude, is lowercase. Dude, I listen. It's Connor's handwriting. I see it all the time. Mauricio. I'm I'm backing you up on that, Mauricio. Hi, Marie
6: Come Marisa. and see that. They got a Summer Vino for you. Well, Mary Joe, you won a $350 gift <laughs> certificate for Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. Tattoos Day on the President's T awesome. Show, presented by Floating World Tattoo and Piercing, 1729
0: <laughs> South Street in Marisa. Philadelphia. He <laughs> Where was he it? Said, uh, the Bronx Bronxdale, wasn't he? Colgeron or something like yeah. that was his name. Yeah, Joe Jo, Yeah, Marisa, You'll see. I, um, <laughs> did I see Pierre Robert sauntering yeah. into the studio? Yeah.
8: Oh,
1: oh, yes. I was here oh, yesterday, yeah. but Casey uh, told me not to come in because uh, yeah. you, had, you had the COVID.
5: It was wise. Get the bid. Yes, mm-hmm. he was good here day. on time and ready to go, but, uh, yeah, but but now we're safe today, so you're good to go.
1: Um, I am not worried. I wasn't worried yesterday. I had my fourth vaccine, uh, but are you feeling okay,
0: Mister P? Yeah, I feel fine. Uh, Rochelle is kind of uh, getting the hit uh, with um, chest congestion and and really nasty cough, but uh, I think it's it's coming and going pretty quick. Although I found out, so Doctor Mike has given me uh, some medication uh, so that I wouldn't end up with the long COVID. COVID, which can definitely happen but um have you ever taken a medication that gives you a metallic taste in your mouth oh, before? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. Mm. Uh, and i couldn't i took it you know hours ago and then like like an hour or so ago i'm like why do i have this it's like i'm sucking on pennies or something like that right. it's a uh, you'll and be singing
1: slayer song soon
0: <laughs> I will. Yeah, metallic, metal, a metal. Yeah, man. I got it. Okay. Yes. Uh, so, but anyhow, I feel fine. This is kind of like uh, today off of school. I mean, I got to. Uh, we did work, but it's. Uh, I got to walk down the stairs and not have to drive. And uh, I'm wearing Pierre. I'm wearing pajama pants. Wow, wow. I love that. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful so beautiful thing. Uh, all in all, hasn't been bad at all. Um. So we should do the letter of the day. Let's get to it.
1: Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR.
0: Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the Preston and
1: Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. A as in astonishing.
0: Excellent. We have one more letter to go as it is a very short work week this week. So we'll give away the prize tomorrow, which is a $250 gift code to squeezed.com, the best use cleanse on the market. Feel great, lose weight, look better. Uh, 20% off site-wide this week, by the way. Use the code BLACKFRIDAY, and you can receive two vegan meals. That is Squeezed.com. So like I said, we'll give that away tomorrow. Uh, What do you have planned for today, sir? Uh, lots of stuff,
1: actually. Um, first of all, Alicia Vitarelli is going to be coming in oh, nice. uh, ah! around 11:30 to talk about the uh, six ABC Thanksgiving Day Parade, which is a long-standing tradition uh, now in its 103rd year. Mm. Uh, I think it's the oldest in the country, uh, if not closest to it. Uh, but uh, we, uh, she's so fun and so in tune with so many things that are happening in the city. So she'll be joining us. Uh, we have some fine workforce blocks, including Weezer and Pearl Jam in excess. Uh, tickets for that final Hooters show for next May, which uh, went on sale last Friday. And uh, a little plug for Thursday's Thanksgiving program, which we will do. Uh, on Pancake and I will be here on Thanksgiving. Alice's Restaurant at 10 a.m. 12 noon, and 2 p.m., and many other things. How many versions
3: of uh, Alice's this year?
1: Well, two versions. The standard version, uh, which will play uh, off of a CD at 10... Uh, Then at noon, I have the 25th anniversary version, which is even longer, (laughs) which is great. That's my dad's favorite one because of the Nixon reference. There's uh, a great Nixon reference in which which, uh, he claims Alice, I mean, uh, not Alice, Arlo claims that the missing 18 minutes of the Watergate tape was actually Alice's restaurant. The way he constructs it is absolutely brilliant. Uh, and it's very funny. And then uh, on vinyl, the original version at 2 p.m. And again, much more. This over the course in- of the incredible
5: day. tradition yeah. yeah, that people just yeah. look forward to.
1: Yeah, Gotta I have mean, it. I think um, it may be the only day some people, uh, many people, in fact, listen to my show. Uh, <laughs> be, I mean, I've told you guys this before, but, you know, I'll be in a wallet Dude, I'm, it'll be July dude, your Thanksgiving show is amazing. And I'll go, dude, I'm on tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. But you know, your Can't Thanksgiving wait. show, dude, yeah, you know, but I've got a block of ACDC coming up tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. But hey, the Thanksgiving show, man, it's not a backwards compliment
3: though. It is no, terrific radio. And, uh, I'll be down in Southern Virginia, but I, I love tuning in on the app. It's, it is a great program. So I'm looking forward to listening
0: to it again. this The cool. Pierre, that promo that you have, the, the, the welcome home promo, does that run now or is that a Christmas, uh, when that no,
1: hits. I run it. I run it uh, at any appropriate time during the year. I, I love it. Yeah, it's. Yeah, really I cool.
0: actually get a little. Uh, I get a little uh, teary-eyed, and it's. Uh, yeah, it's. It's. It's special. It's a short thing, and it's. It's. You know, it's Pierre doing this. Uh, you know, this wonderful message with some great clips of music behind it. I just. I love hearing that. Thank you so much. I had that idea a
1: while ago, and I mean, because we. Prior to uh, us being on on the app and and being able to be listened to all around the country at any given time, uh, a lot of people would report that they really felt home when, particularly driving, they would get in reach of the frequency and it would be staticky at first and then all of a sudden it comes Mm -hmm. in clear. And even if they're in Allentown or, you know, 100 miles away, if they're picking it up, oh, now we're home, we're hearing MMR. (laughs) But, uh, you know, you're home wherever you're tuning into us, but uh, we welcome you home. And lots of people are either getting ready to leave, to go somewhere,
0: or to come here. So, nice to have you. Excellent. Uh, Case, you're going to have to thank our sponsors for the day for me, please.
6: Yes. Uh, today's show has been brought to you by family company Jewelers. Fill her stocking with a gift she'll show off for all year long from South Jersey's holiday diamond destination, Marie I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that was great. <laughs> it's also brought to you by Duncan. The Preston's t shirt runs on Duncan and Acme Markets,
0: Fresh Foods, local
6: flavors.
0: All right. Uh, on tomorrow's program, we wrap out the broadcast week. We'll go live on Fox Good Day. It's a Wednesday, so we'll usually have a secret text for a prize. And I would love to make this a tradition, yeah. uh, but he would have to be in town every time. But Big J Okerson is going to come
10: Yay. by uh,
0: tomorrow. I, that'd be a great day before Thanksgiving tradition to start this year because we love uh, spending time with Big J. So he'll be joining us and uh, we'll wrap up the week and get you ready for Thanksgiving. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have yourself a great day and we will see you tomorrow, Fred.
8: Who <laughs> died?